<laughs> Come on, man. I couldn't front on Queens. This oh, is Queens, man. baby. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Garage. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like, break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this much's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said, oh, R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite show? radio station? I have some garage. What kind of psycho walks into this shit? Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, David? John Holland. Oh, that's not nice, Dave Harrison. Thank you, everybody. Uh, welcome back here to Live from the Barrage, the uh, show where we only have one channel on our headphones. <laughs> Say what? Pat's headphones sound great. I tested them before. I only have one channel. Damn it. I have one channel. I got two. You got two? Yeah. Bastard. Oh, you switch, You swapped out Pat's headphones. Yeah, you wanted to. <laughs> you well, bastard. Well, well, well. How? You swapped them? You've gone far, <laughs> Pete. <laughs> well, here we are anyway, and we're doing the best we can. Uh, live from the broadcast here on Radio Nope, uh, most Friday nights at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. And if uh, you're just tuning in, like uh, everyone else who shows up uh, two minutes before the show, except for Pete and Pat, you can oh, uh, all go after yourself. Mario told me two hours ago being forty-five here in forty-five minutes. <laughs> and when did he get here? I called you. I was here forty-eight you didn't call hours. Me, I prior. called you forty-eight hours prior. I said, "Let me come over last night and we'll work on the on the headphones." Listen, I have work. I can't be out here at fifteen degrees and work on headphones. Today's the day. Last night. No, last night. Last night. Yeah, and last night I need, I can't drink and hang out and party every day. You call me at ten thirty at night. I have to get up at five in the morning. You're like Apex drink. Tech. I'm gonna hang out with you. Oh, yeah. What are we gonna do? Stare at the wall? We were gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna have a beer. Mics. I need nights of rest. I know. I know. I'm God, sorry. I saw that. nights of no, rest. Okay. You don't have to apologize to me. I just. <laughs> Just want to yell at her. It's good to see Pat. Pat, you're MIA. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. There he is. There's Let's Pat. do a round of applause yeah. for we Pat. We missed you, Patrick Walsh. We did. We missed you so much. Like, you getting on. Fugazi. Well, in the last show, uh, Pat, you, know, you, you did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> you made the right call. It was rough. If you're a first-time listener here to Live from the Broadway Radio Note, welcome and thank you, uh, Guy uh, Pachotto. Yeah, coming yeah. in. Wow, around uh, the, around nine o'clock, I believe. Live, not on the phone. Live in the, in live the, in the uh, as we call it, the studio, which is just the cold garage. It's a good thing we don't have any heat. You think he'll do a rap battle with me? Uh, well, one can only hope. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I- I'm sure after the show, you'll be uh, you know bothering him on, by email for like free tickets to the Knicks or something. Speaking Leave of my free guests tickets, alone. So we're there. all going to see Pussy Ride. I hooked it up. Where? In Where? April. They're coming to Brooklyn. And you hooked it up? Yeah, yeah. I just told them who I was. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, how'd that work out? Good friends of John from the Barrage. Oh, you just, are you doing a bit right now? <laughs> yes, I oh. am. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they playing? All bits need to be approved, Pat. <laughs> they are playing in April slack. somewhere in Brooklyn. Uh, probably Brooklyn Bowl or something? Fred, read these plugs. Mm. So, yeah, we're excited, man. Uh, Gee's coming in here live. That's crazy. Holy like, shit. what the hell's going on? That's surreal. What is happening? I think this is it. Just, just yeah. after this, hang it up, right? Well, rumor has it he's not from D.C. anymore. He's from up these parts. Well, you're, you're, he's, a he's from D.C. I don't think you shake that. Yeah, but I think he's, lately he's been hanging out around these parts. 
He lives in Brooklyn. Is that that's go. what you mean? What are yeah. you, why are you so secretive? Well, I don't talking want to in code. code I don't want to give away his address or nothing. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> Forty-nine Park Slope Boulevard. <laughs> Who's that councilman? Sterling Who? Avenue. Told all the people in Brooklyn to go back where they came oh, from. Eric Adams, <laughs> for mayor. Oh yeah, he apologized for that. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Go back where you came from. He told no, people to go back to Ohio. What the hell? Hmm. Yeah, but you know, it, no worse than the people in Virginia who showed up in mass with all their freaking weapons to no. honor Martin Luther King Day. It's what? Oh, oh that mm. thing. Are we that getting into this already? That's mm. insane. Can I just have a good time for once? From Everybody having a good time. How was your day, John? Terrible. <laughs> I woke up. Every day I work for Gregory Olinovich. You know, I'm at work. I, I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. Every day's misery. Tomorrow's the same thing, and I only have twenty more one more years to go in retirement. That's not too oh, bad. You, it's, it's not too bad. Like you can't beat this retirement gig, John. Wait till you can get there. Can oh. I like, uh, you know, just piggyback onto your retirement somehow? Can you split it with me? Well, why don't we just split up? I'll go. To what work do you for get? What's your time? social security check? I don't get social security yet. You yeah, delay yeah. that as long as possible. Wait a minute, Mary. You're supposed to get a sixty-five. You, you, you can, can delay. It. Oh wait, he's not sixty-five <laughs> the yet. The more you delay it, the more you get. And oh, yeah, I just <laughs> turned fifty-eight last week. Can't take and it with you. It finally happened. I was at the big reunion, the big Astoria scene. Well done, Mr. Patrick. Oh uh, yeah, we Mr. united John. the scene, oh, Risk Reward a, Show. I was That's at great. that show at Let Let Love In. How was that show? Great. Everybody was there. Why couldn't you be there? Oh, I was upstairs. Uh, upstairs. Upstate. Uh, the whole care world was there, man. I know. I heard about it. I'm sorry. DJ that was Woody D. It was a packed house. Everywhere you looked. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we had to pay for beers and didn't get paid. It was great. <laughs> what? You got to... <laughs> no cover, like, huh? The guy goes, I'll start your tab. I'm like, yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Lugging all this what? shit Isn't that guy Mike, right? He's the bartender. Yes, he's very Isn't nice. Isn't he one of our... our uh, compatriots? He sure he, is. Shouldn't hook, he didn't hook you nah, up? Nah, whatever. Okay, I'm in a rock band. We don't get paid. Well, wow. You couldn't pass was that a tab, weird. tab to Woody's tab? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. I bet you Woody got paid. He yeah, DJ. he never gives a buyback. It's like, uh, what the hell, Mike? There's no buybacks. I, th- I think the uh, the first bartender, Clarence, was like kind of annoyed with us anyway. I don't know why. Mm. We were well-behaved. Well, Mike treated me well. I got a good yeah. decent. You guys, uh, well, the first band rocked. No, he, did, he bought throws. me one round. Oh, That's yeah. Yeah, he's not, the yeah, last yeah. throws were rocking, man. They were like heavy metal heaven there. Then you guys came on. I think you guys are in the Jethro Tull stage of your career. You're getting like very woodsy on us there. Some nice ballads, some nice power ballads. Ballads? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we I, don't have ballads. I like the new Risk Reward We have two songs sound. maybe that aren't as fast as the other. What are they called? The Woodsman and... Uh, the Woodsman. Yes. <laughs> the Woodsman. <laughs> it's like when Ian Anderson came out with songs from the woods and we're like, oh, what the freak is like this? It's not like that. <laughs> Brand new bar in Gowanus, the Woodsman. <laughs> <laughs> Axe throwing bar. <laughs> well, it finally happened at that show. What? I was talking to somebody about something that we were doing and had been doing. Well, and can they, you be more specific? They looked at me. They looked at me and they said the thing that I dreaded. I never realized I would dread to hear someone. Are you someone's so, grandfather? God bless you. Like, like oh. for the fact that I'm 58 and I'm still doing this crap. I don't even feel like I'm 15. What, do you, what did they say to you? Why do you shake hands like, like a Do they like say stop five year old microphone? Put that fish back in the tank. <laughs> said, God bless you. Like, it's like amazing that I'm able to do this stuff at my advanced right. age. Oh, you got the old old man thing. Geriatrics. Exactly. Right. So it finally happened. Mario, first of all, I'd like to take a moment to pause and say uh, happy birthday, dude. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. Another year closer yeah. to death. Yeah. Oh, yeah, happy birthday, man. Sorry. I, I meant to get you a cake, but we didn't play poker this week. So. Oh, that's quite all right. I'm Shit. diabetic. Brian. I've, I've been doing this new thing. It's called sleeping in bed. 
<laughs> I heard it's quite nice. I, it's I, nice. I, it's way better than, than sitting around listening to a bunch of people screaming my ear. It's the best. You guys just reminded me, Brian Music Off DM'd me and told me to pick up a uh, Fudgy the Whale Cake or some shit for Adam, but I didn't get a chance to do that. For Adam? Oh, it's Adam's birthday too? No, but he just some sort of inside joke they were talking about. We inside all? joke of Fudgy... Mm. Uh, fudgy the whale cake is like fifty bucks. Exactly, that's yeah. not a joke. That's an expensive joke. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> what, someone said we're not on the air. Yeah, we're totally on the air. Everything's working. That's fine. great. It's my son Aiden's birthday today. Oh shit! Happy oh, birthday, Aiden. Seventeen. He's got all his friends in the basement. I told those guys stay off that Wi-Fi. I wish I, I got, I got <laughs> good luck with that. I got Gee from Fugazi coming in. <laughs> There's a party going on. When that I walk. web traffic jamming me up. I walked by the uh, the basement. It was like rip roaring in there. Yeah, there, there's chicks down there and everything. Whoa. I don't know what's happening. Some kind of pizza party and they got re- records. Fortnite. I like girls. Yeah, they, they get the kids. Oh, you freaking jerk. Jerk off. So, oh, what's wrong with you? I'm I go just down there with my ruler and start measuring penises. Stop it! <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna kick you out of my house. Right now. <laughs> I'm not, it's not even kidding. So I just spent four Stop hours. Being weird. I just mm. spent four hours at the DMV with my dad today. What? It takes that long to turn in your license? <laughs> you didn't make an appointment, did you? No. He should not be on the road. Why is he renewing shit? He, you should go there, and they should just lock him, like you hand <laughs> lock him to a bench. <laughs> exactly. No, he, you know, he crashed his car, a second car, in like he as many months. He crashed the car every time he gets behind the freaking exactly. wheel. Exactly. So we gave him a new car, and uh, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> Maybe your dad and my dad self-driving. <laughs> self-driving. It's a hurts. Yeah, <laughs> they can no. take turns. Crying. I need to register this <laughs> and the boat. Well, dude, first of all, Mario, I, I meet Mario outside, and he's telling it's me I should have. Uh, I should have made an in appointment. Ocean side. That's right. Well, we didn't make an appointment, so we get there, and I ask the lady like, "How long is it going to take?" And she looks at her clock and her watch, and she's like, "Forever." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> Which, Which did DMV did you go to? Awesome. Adam Westbury? Oh, yeah, moving. Adam Westbury. No, no. <laughs> Adam Westbury. all West. That's the original Batman, isn't it? Yes. No, but we get there and it's fucking the place is packed, like mad packed. I heard oh, something yeah, was going on in Long Island where the, the it's packed. It's packed. We're getting licenses. The immigrants are getting. That's it, guys. It's a beautiful thing. Oh yes. right, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. we're a sanctuary state. Right. So, well, listen, that was weeks ago. How many immigrants are there? Oh, Mario, more than you think. Lines around the block. Mm. Well, it's listen, madness. I went to the one here in Whitestone. <laughs> Your right? dad's an immigrant too. So right. now I go in and it's packed. I say, I have an appointment. They're like, do you have it? So now I have to find it on my phone and I show it I have an appointment. Right. I get online and I'm getting my license renewed. So mm-hmm. I always smile in my picture, but now I'm missing all these teeth. So I'm like, now, I, I show the lady. I said, look. Now I, I always, smirk in my picture. I always smile. <laughs> Turn to the left. I, I have a little piece of paper. I was going <laughs> to stick it in to cover my missing teeth. And she piece goes, of paper? She goes, oh, like a peg post, a post-it? <laughs> you look fine. And then she gives me my number. Why don't you number. just smile with your she mouth closed? She takes my picture. No, I always have a big, wide smile. Because yeah, I it noticed It helps me get rid of tickets. Yeah. You know, when, no, cop, when you get pulled over, it's very serious. And the cop is like, license, please. Then you, you, you don't even look at him. You give him the license. Very seriously. And then he looks at the picture, and you know he's looking at that smile. Then you turn, mm. and you look at him, and you flash that smile, and they let you go. Yeah, that's because him. Because you made their day. <laughs> because they want to get rid nobody of Nobody smiles. <laughs> so anyhow, I, I, I got the number from the lady. <laughs> Show them the pearly And it's like, you know how they call There's your number? There's another way you can make their day. Was if you hitch over the head. <laughs> they like doing that. It's you, I got number U630. So I'm sitting there. I say, I got an appointment. I should go fast. I hear the next number. U uh, I mean, U570. I'm like, how could I have 60 ha- people ahead of me? That happened to me. So then I went back to the lady. He goes, Miss, I had an appointment. I thought she knew when I went there. She goes, oh, no, I didn't know that. 60 people she, jumped ahead of you. She gave me another number, 
and I go to sit down. The minute I sit down, it's like they call you five sixty nine. Sorry, sir, you missed your. I went in at one thirty, and I I got out at twelve noon. Yeah, well, Mario, that wasn't the case today. It took wait, 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 how long did it really? Half hour, with no. an appointment. So, with an appointment. But so here's how long was Tommy Ross there? Four hours. Wow. With no appointment. But did you no jewel? Yes. I was, I was telling Tommy about a jewel in public. Yeah, but see, now they give you the number. You think everything's all right. Like, but, the last four four times I've been there, it's been pretty uh, no, painless. Dude, it's, so first of all, it's all these uh, illegals getting legalized uh, immigrants. Well, why do you uh, say it like that? Oh, I'm just kidding. There. No, so basically- you go back to Croatia, wherever you're from. <laughs> get out. Stop bothering me. Go back to Iceland. I don't have a name anymore. <laughs> As a, as a sanctuary state. the Iceland DMV. Handing out cans of soup. As a sanctuary state, basically legislation was passed that on January 1st, P- please anybody explain it to us, yeah. who's uh, undocumented can qualify for a driver's license. Right. So sure. as of January 2nd, the lines were like literally blocks long. Yeah. But it's gotten a little better. But that, it's a lot of revenue. Do they give you free med tickets too? No, but here's the thing. There's a new, a new trans left, so we gave him a new car. Yeah. Well, he was gonna. My dad was gonna get a new car anyway if we stopped. Should get him rewarding that behavior. Yeah, Sherman Tank. Sherman Tank. I know. So we the gave, problem is, you get the, the 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 safer of a car you get, that guy, the less safe we are because he's gonna exactly yeah, he's gonna kill us. Well, we gave him a silver Mercedes Benz. Has he ever heard of the train? I keep telling him that, but he's afraid of it. I don't take the thing. Tell him we can drive it. Just give him a wheel. Give him a little hat. Give him a, <laughs> a, a little busy box with a steering wheel on it. Shiner. Can't believe it on a train town. I swear to God, I feel like I have children with these two, my parents. It's, it's madness. But so we get there, and they're saying to me, like, it's like going to be a three or four hour wait. And yeah. and then we realize. What like, does he have to do? Register Register his new car. That's right? it. But check this out. There's this other thing going on, which is, do you guys know that there's a new law in the United States that every single person in this country yeah. has to have an enhanced license by yeah. October 1st? It's and if more you bullshit don't, big license you, <laughs> you can't get on a, a domestic flight. Without a passport. No, with either no, a new enhanced license. You can't even go to like Ohio or no, something. No, no, you can have a passport. Long as you have a passport. You, you can have a passport, but a lot yes, of people- Yes, you can have a passport. A lot of people don't it's, have passports. I believe passport. it's October of next year is the deadline. Yeah, no, October of this year. Yeah, but who right, well, uh, you have a year. No, dude, to fly to Ohio? Yeah, I always bring my passport. Right, but a lot of people don't do that. Really? You bring a passport? Level. I yeah. never bring a passport no, to fly domestic. No, most people don't. I've only been out of the country once. Ask Pat. Right. But what I'm saying is the general public doesn't know that this is a thing. And so all of a sudden they're starting to realize it. So now the lines are getting even bigger. And this is January. Keep it shadow coming up at 9 p.m. Everybody's looking forward to go to Ohio life in the garage. Anyway, enhanced license. Get to Ohio. Akron. Do you understand? I have a big business deal. It's going to be a disaster come like September. big dipshit meeting. As it gets closer to the deadline, then half of America is going to get stranded because they won't let you return back on a flight without it. Oh, who cares? Good. Nobody fly anyway. Who cares? Bring your passports. How are we going to get all these Brooklynites back to Ohio if they don't have enhanced (laughs) license? Yeah, well, that's how they come here and they they spend money. It's a double-edged sword. People like, oh, you can't afford the rent? Why don't you move out? Oh, but the jobs are here. Come on. Leave everyone alone. The real ID, which is what they call it, it that's free. Yeah. But uh, to get enhanced license is thirty. Yeah, even now I notice I hand people like my regular old driver's license, oh. and they look at me like, "What the hell is this?" This is Fugazi. It's all st- it's Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. The life. Is your photo twenty years old too? Because mine is. Yeah, it's the same one. I have like a ponytail and a goatee. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I'm wearing a corn T-shirt. <laughs> I, I just do all this stuff by mail. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the it's last time I did Some things you can, some things right. you can't. Click, click three buttons the on the eye internet eye and it comes in the mail. Yeah. Or you, you, go to, you go to like 125th and that DMV isn't that bad. That, yeah. The, you do it in the city. But the College ex- Point is good. Yeah. College yeah. Point. The Express one the in the one city of Manhattan yeah, sh- sh- shut down because there's a flooding going on over there. But so. what about the one by um, Barclays? 
That's probably good. That's an express. Yeah, one. That's, that's good. good. That's good. Oh, it's a difference between the express. You go mid-island. God, God yeah, bless you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can go on way out. There's yeah. one way out. I mean, way, way out. Like yeah, City Island? Exactly, yeah. You can go out there. You can reset your fuel injectors while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get on the Monto TMB, exactly. and then you... Uh, just you did a solid 60 for 47 miles. <laughs> but anyway, seaworthy. That's four fucking hours in there, man. That's long. I know. Make an appointment, yeah. man. And yeah, what do you have to talk to your dad the whole time? Yes. Oh. Does he, is he a talker? He, no, he's not. Or you guys just sit there and we play had, Sudoku or something. We had to bring my mom. And <laughs> she was climbing on the walls, too. Sudoku. So I keep my mom and my dad. Ken, like, Ken. How to give him like a happy new game. And shit. Give me that jewel. <laughs> Garfield. Dagwood. But you actually, you jeweled inside. Yes. Family, I jeweled in the DMV in the, in the giving, bathroom. I was giving Tommy lessons on smoking uh, what, in public. You, why can't you just go outside and smoke cigarettes? They won't let you back in. because Oh, you don't smoke closed. anymore, right? No, yeah, I smoked the jewel. It was Good for you. You yeah. haven't smoked any cigarettes? In five weeks. Good job, man. Yeah, man. Nice. Well How many pods a day? <laughs> 72. I, I was one every two days, and <laughs> I, I'm I now. Just, I wake up in the morning and chug a giant mug of tobacco. Yeah, <laughs> mainline it, dripping down yeah. his chin. But now I'm at one a day. Yeah, it's getting a little more. Yeah. Is that all right? I do about one. How one pod. What's one, a pod? A pack of cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. So, but listen, man. Just about that. You How should, much those, does it cost? Do they put it? By the way, there's new vape tax on that shit. Did you guys know that? They, yeah. it's January first is new vape tax. Are uh-huh. you stepping down? Or yes, are you definitely gonna... stepping it's down. 20 for four. 20 for four. I'm proud of you, though. That, that's an accomplishment if you dude, haven't smoked I'm, a I'm, cigarette. 28 years smoking, dude. I know. You, you're. If if you and Brendan Burke could do it, anybody Yeah. yeah. My goal is to get off me this and one. Me and Pat decided we can't do it. Yeah, I always wanted to stop, but I don't want to be known as a quitter. Right. But you guys have all qu- smoked and quit at some point. Well, Mario doesn't smoke a cigarette until like five in the afternoon or something. Like Literally that. smoking one right now. Yeah. yeah. But, and if, I'm, if I'm not drinking, I smoke like three during the whole day. I don't feel like smoking. Yeah. And I stay in bed and stare at the wall. Well, the goal is to occupy yourself from like, being in those situations. Yeah, where you I, need to. You know, I don't smoke in my house. Anyway, I smoke on the poor, so yeah. it's like, you know, what's the point? Yeah. You give me a beer, and, I'm, and the pack is gone in two seconds. Smoking Thank you. This is all very interesting. If you're just tuning in, uh, the show's <laughs> called Live from the Barrage. It's here on Radio NOPA uh, most Friday nights. We've interviewed such people uh, as... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Malcolm Brenner, <laughs> Brenner Gladwell, and uh, well, let's uh, see, Phil, Phil, Mark Marin, uh, Pussy Riot, yeah, Be- Mike, keep it, Mike keep it short, coming in. But if you like what you hear, uh, you can go yeah. to iTunes and listen to our entire back catalog on iTunes, up and you can listen through Spotify as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, the last fifty last episodes October. will be up uh, <laughs> any decade now. <laughs> you could also sponsor mm. us on. We Patreon. talk about all sorts of lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost time, Tommy, to unveil the new the new merch for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, it's funny you say that, Mario. So we have a new round of the uh, <laughs> <laughs> leaded. It is funny. So for our uh, faithful fans who support us all these years, um, yeah, who are big supporters of the show, we they're coming up on a second year anniversary. So we're unveiling a whole new line of. Uh, Rewards. A new line? A new what? line of new, rewards. New season. Yes. Big fashion plates on there. Season three. Did you go with my suggestion of a barrage erotica? Yes, we've got lots what? of erotica. No, we don't. Uh, underwear. You make erotic fan fiction and send it to the fans? I don't know. Yeah. So uh, look out for that in your Patreon inbox uh, in the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, look out for that. Yep, along with the new episodes. Why don't you update that thing? That's bad copy. That's what's coming. That's the copy was good. I worked hard on that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry. You know, it's Mike Upchurch is a uh, ad copy guy. We should get with him. Yeah, and the, all these things go out the window as soon as we leave, so whatever. Well, we'll have to take care of that. Beer, Everyone's doing a good right job, now. though. I mean, you know, we're booking great guests. Mm-hmm. Tommy's working hard. Adam's working hard. I and those, up on that's about it. Pat yeah, that's up. good. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I also want to point out, in the absence of uh, our, 
our game show host, Ryan, who will not be here tonight. Right. Three weeks in a row, I believe. Well, he's, he's busy. He's, he's, he's busy mixing sound for movies or something. No, he's in California. He's getting what? an award. He's getting an award. I saw his brother-in-law on the train today. I snuck up behind him. I grabbed his bag off his back. Did he freak out? Yeah. Did you give him a heart attack? He, he was like, what? Nelly? I, like I, I mugged a, a man on the train. <laughs> was that Nelson? Yeah. I like Nelson. He... So Ryan's getting an award. He was nonplussed. He was like, all right, just take it. We're in the same field of work. <laughs> I yanked it off him. Uh, Ryan's getting an award out in L.A., I believe. So in his place, I have uh, created an a An award for what? For being Ryan. Sound. Sound. One of the sound No, things. it's like BAFTAs or NAFTAs or something like that. BAFTAs British. The North what? American The NAFTA trade? award. NAFTA award. <laughs> it's down in Mexico. We haven't worked uh, in 30 years. <laughs> Here's your award. It's a pink slip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Contributions so, to free audience. train. <laughs> I have a game for You're him. Right. I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> I have a game for him instead, so we're good then. You have a Ryan game yourself. Yes. I yes. hope it's, you know, every time you or Mario try to do the game, and I appreciate the work, mm-hmm. it usually turns out pretty terrible. This one's pretty, it's proper. It's pro- no, it's I a usually, good game. I usually wind up having a big problem at home that I have to tend to. My Uber is here when the game's <laughs> <laughs> I came up with Pat's, a Jeopardy Pat's like, leave it running. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I forgot we had phones on. Shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I don't know how to answer this. Hold on a second. Let's see if I can do this. Mm. Caller, you're on the air. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> 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 oh. oh, it's the queen. Hey, how you doing? Hey! It's the actress, Tilda Swinton. It's yeah. actress, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. 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 Missed this one. Wow. This is a big get, man. Yeah, settle, settle down. <laughs> first of the year. That's our first call. Hi, Tilda. How are you? John, I couldn't be better. This is a this is an auspicious evening. You take me off speakerphone. Yeah, <laughs> what? Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is this better, Dan? Much yeah. better. Thank you. Well, Thank you. Well, I'm clear. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> this is an auspicious night. Yeah. You got you got a, a, a legend in the world of punk coming in there. Mario's you already got, this is a This is a star-studded evening. You got me, <laughs> star of stage and screen, <laughs> model. Right. And then apparently you got uh, 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 Representative Jerry Nadler in there <laughs> explaining how a DMV works. <laughs> so what a big get for you there. New York Representative uh, Gerald Nadler. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry. Kind of resemble him. <laughs> Lost a lot of weight, that guy. Hey, slimming down. So how are you, Tilda Swinton? Uh, you know, we know you're very busy. Thanks for calling in. I mean, uh, I wish uh, I had known that you were calling in, that we could announce it on the, you know, all the social media and stuff. This is a, it's a huge thing to have a well, star, a pl- poet, playwright, actress, screen. actress, the stage and screen, not necessarily in that order. I didn't want to steal any thunder tonight. <laughs> you know, I, I like to keep it. I keep it under the radar. Well, here's a question I always wanted to you ask know? you: uh, uh, When will you be re- reuniting Fugazi? <laughs> I'm hoping that's what we're going to get to the bottom of. Uh, you know, I got I, I I got I got a I got a slot there at Bonnaroo, and I figure, hey, why not reunite the band? Right, and have everybody pay 
eight eight to nine hundred dollars a ticket is camping. Inflation. I've done that. That's that's where we're at now with, I, with rock and roll. Day. I really hope Adam and, and Guy are listening to like Q one hundred four point three and not the show on the way over. There. <laughs> Listen, I'm holding out for a Black Light Panthers reunion. To be quite honest, <laughs> right. that's that's the reunion I want. What is your favorite Fugazi song? Be serious now. Tell My us. favorite Fugazi song? There, probably you know, yeah. there's so many to choose from. I, I, it's like a hundred. I, I, Maybe two. There's there's got to be at least a hundred there that you can choose from. <laughs> when I'm on set. You know, it's funny you mentioned the DMV because I'm actually doing a remake of, uh, you know, Falling Down there. Okay. Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> I, swear, I, thought, I thought she was going to say, uh, well, what's that? Uh, License to Drive? No, the other movie with Bill Murray's brother. Like, it's about like, driving Shack. school. Moving Violation. That's right. <laughs> Moving Violation. With Stacey Keach. <laughs> And uh, Jennifer, Meg Tilly. J- Meg, no, Jennifer Meg, Tilly. Right, all the siblings are in that one. Meg Tilly, John Murray. John Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray's brothers. Dana Murray. The, no. He's got a f- couple brothers. He's got Brian Doyle. Yeah, that was Brian Doyle. The, but there's a John Murray, right? Tilly? Yeah, there's a lot that, of them. He's starting moving violations, I believe. There's a, there's, there's a John Murray there. <laughs> <laughs> Conan's saying Phil Murray. I don't think that's right. <laughs> Phil Murray. That's Stefan. That's, that's a good name for the news. Anyway, yeah, I'm doing the thing. There, you know, it's it's weird. It's my first movie with Kevin Smith as director. Right. But we're doing we're Don. doing a remake of of Falling Down. But I, I, I am not. What? I don't go by the name Defense. You know, like. Uh, I, but I do work at the DMV. Oh, you do. Just and see- I just yeah. You, you, yeah. To get into character, you know, you have to work there for like six months. It's the method. Lee Strasberg. I mean, I do. When I am in the states, there, I do. I do. You know, take a. I do a little stage over at your local DMV. Yeah, right. I get into character. You seen me? You seen the range? It's. I could be an eighty-year-old man working up there. <laughs> you got to keep the chops. Uh, you got to. You got to keep warmed up. You got to keep the chops up. That's right, there. <laughs> is there any time you you get to uh, you know just have some time for yourself and not uh, work on your craft? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I get to you know I get to I go out to my to my farmhouse right. with with my lover and my lover's lover. lover, and we whittle. <laughs> we we do a little basket weaving there. We tend to the gra- to the to the farm. Crops. <laughs> <laughs> what are you growing that for? Right now, it's you know it's persimmon season. So it's like persimmons are starting to bloom. There, it's, it's real nice. There. You know, a, a little bit of goat cheese there. We give, we make our own goat cheese. We got the goats out there. You gotta get and, in there. And, get your hands A little turn. bit of persimmons out there. I don't even know what that is. They're good. Fat's <laughs> laughing. He knows. It's a fruit. I'm dumb. John. It's a fruit. Okay. I call in and try and give you culture. <laughs> I get it. Listen, I'm admitting that uh, you know I'm, I'm when it comes to uh, <laughs> persimmon. It's late season. <laughs> when it comes to uh, what do you call that? Uh, n- non-popular fruit, <laughs> obscure fruits. Yeah. Uh, not. Tilda, where's your farmhouse? Tony, great question. I don't. I don't really have. I don't really have an answer for you. I, because I like to keep. 
I like to keep a low profile there. <laughs> Tony rocks. Gotcha. That's gotcha. it, man. You're Tony from now on, dude. It's over. Tony. That's, that's his name, right? Yeah, Tony yeah. Rockstar. Tony Rockstar. Tony Screenshot. Tommy Rockstar. Tony Screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> Tony DMV. <laughs> For the, those of you just tuning in, we're uh, speaking with the uh, actress Tilda Swintron, famous actress, and uh, or actor, excuse me, and um, uh, keep it around the range. Nine, but range you range. saw, you heard me in Uncut Gems, there. Were you in Uncut Gems? That was right. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah I, I was on the phone. On the phone, yeah. <laughs> William Dafoe. That was a great, great movie, uh, Tilda. I really got to give you props for that. It was one of my favorites of the year. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. I literally phoned it in for you. Running <laughs> <laughs> uncut gems. Huh? It was voice. I didn't see that movie. You should. I, I, everyone tells me that, and I, I'm going to. I guess I don't know why I have like enough, I just don't want to watch. It's super choochy, dude. What? And, and also, I don't have like Hulu or something anyway. No, what it's in the this theaters. Theater. What are you? When I go outside? Yeah, legitimate yeah, theater. Go, go bring like an work. E- ear of corn and eat it while I'm sitting. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Do we have theaters left here? Can we? Can I smoke cigarettes in the movies? Like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not going to a movie. I went to Star Wars. That's enough. I didn't leave the whole time, by the way. I was very proud of myself. Four and a half hours later. It's like the DMV. R2-DZ died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm surprised Tilda wasn't in a Star Wars picture like uh Laura picture. Dern there, she snuck in there, you know. I'm strictly I'm strictly Marvel. I'm part of the family there. It's like I can't uh, is you your... know, it's like Marvel's like Johnny Sack. I I gotta commit to that there. Right. That guy over. Johnny Sack, man, don't follow that guy on Twitter. He's like out of control. Who's that? Try, yeah. Well, you never saw The Sopranos, but you have no. opinions on uncut gems. Apparently, he's calling in next week. Well, I saw that, but I didn't see. I never seen The Sopranos. You, you never watched The Sopranos, but you watch Adam Sandler like you know run around. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I saw the last episode of Sopranos. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's where you should start. <laughs> so you got you got the gist of what the whole Tommy. You got the arc. <laughs> Tommy's like, "What's a good starting point?" It's like, "Don't stop." Exactly. <laughs> I like the journey song. <laughs> exactly. It's like half a journey song. It cuts off. <laughs> that's where I watched it. Horrible. He's still what? talking to Carl right now. Tommy, have you, know? you haven't not seen The Wire? The no, I haven't seen The Wire or The Sopranos. No, or Breaking Bad. No, I saw the last episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> but you watched the uh, Jack and Jill with the uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, that's a great movie. Or Jill and no, Jill. I'm just kidding. I didn't see that yet. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the uh, Godfather. Did we talk about how you probably hate the last Star Wars? You, oh, it was uh, awful. It was yeah. uh, Star Wars meatloaf. It's what I call Star it. Wars meatloaf. What does that mean? It means they took everything from every movie and put it in a blender and then made meatloaf out of it. Hmm. Meatloaf is just meat. Or you're thinking of like a boule base. Yeah, there you go. Good enough. <laughs> Gumbo. Shepherd's pie. A consomme. Tilda, what did you think of the last Star Wars movie? I didn't see it, Dan. As I said, I'm strictly Marvel. Marvel. I'm not, like, contractually, I'm not even allowed to go. <laughs> Cross the line. <laughs> contractually <laughs> obligated <laughs> not to view any movies. But, but why would you? You know, she's like Johnny Depp. She, she don't watch anything. Right. Have you I ever watched so. a movie you've been in? You know, it's like, do you think, do you think, hey, 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 do you think Don Z and Tara, after he's done recording, uh, the, you know, a band at, at, at D.C., you think he goes home and listens to a record at home? No. Right. I make the art. I leave it, I leave it <laughs> at work. Right. Put it out there in the world, and whatever happens, happens, and then on to the next thing. That's how you should work. Sean, That's why I don't listen to the show right. or edit or upload the podcast. You never listen to a show after it's done, right? No, what, Rarely. Listen to myself? 
No, no, you don't. I get to listen to my own voice in my head all day. That's sucks. That's all. It's the worst. Dude, listen to more well, that of it. Explains a lot. I listen to these episodes like three times in a row. I know. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks, man. Someone's got it. Checking for Tony's content. like Bill Parcells, Dan. He's got to watch the footage afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, check. You just lost the Super Bowl. He's in the videotape room, like going over the the, the third down play action. Going over the moves, Dan. Get ready for next year. <laughs> Bill Parcells supposed to do the dog leg, <laughs> button hook. Button hook post. No downtime. Clown uh, clown post. Anyway, oh, the guys, show's my over. Uh, Fugazi song is is uh, is is the argument. The, it's yes. like the the, the beautiful Swan song. the credit roll. Right. As it's the, the journey is. Is that that's legitimately? It, it really. That's the last it. song, right? Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, you know. Perfect. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure all the Fugazi fans were. Uh, Tuning in for the first time, must know the, the, the Fugazi never officially broke up. Yeah, right. Just kind of faded out. Definite hiatus, I believe. Right. So, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah it, it's over. It's up. <laughs> it's <laughs> not, never happening. I wouldn't be surprised if they. After oh, the, stop it! I wouldn't be surprised one day they do it. Yeah. You don't think what, they would, which day? I don't know. Just a random Wednesday? day and just pop it up and you know. Mm, yeah. Somebody might so, need their pool relined. Well, we'll never find out because we're not asking either. <laughs> it's a little victory lap. You have yeah. to listen to some other interview show to hear that answer. What if the chat box? I figure you should open with that. Just oh, open what? with that immediately. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I'm going to open with. So, <laughs> I get a basketball hoop. I'm going to hand them and ask them to uh, jump through. Anyway, guys, I'm due back on set, Dan. Mm-hmm. I got to go. Kevin Smith. Oh, it's always an honor. <laughs> They're knocking on the trailer door. Mm. They, they are. They're, I'm getting the. I'm getting the, the motion. The, the hand motion. Got to do some reshoots. Mm-hmm. What are you working on? Grown Ups Three. Well, now I'm working on the Three Thousand Years of Longing. It's a movie with, with <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> Just pull that out of your ass. And then I got it. Then I'm doing this Kevin Smith remake of Falling Down Here. Right. Kevin Smith. And that's going to be me. Timothy Chalmette. Right. Uh, who who else is in there? Bruce Willis. Yeah, I heard he's hard uh, to work with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who? Timothy. No, yeah, Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce. The, the thing about do you worry about working with Kevin Smith? Uh, because like if 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 you're a jerk, he'll like go on stage or, like at a podcast convention or something and like <laughs> like throw you under the bus, and blast you all the dorks. He's like, you know who sucks? Everybody I work with. F you. <laughs> yeah, there's one consistent in all of Kevin Smith's stories. It's him. Hockey sweaters. He throws everyone under the bus in those jorts. Yeah, he's wearing a lot of jorts. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen with me. First off, I commit to every role that I play. Right, you commit. Whether it be Ojuka <laughs> or the beach. The beach. I'm in Leo. it to win it. Man. <laughs> you know, but also I don't worry about him walking on stage because he's going to trip his little feet up in those jorts. <laughs> well, good luck on the movie, and uh, I and uh, I hope uh, everyone gets along, and uh, just you know, try to try to not get into too many uh, arguments or fights with people. Yeah. Don't get into a physical altercation with Bruce Willis or uh, or Crispin Glover or whoever the fuck is to me. Thank you for your for for your wishes, John. Thank you, thank you for your call. But, and uh, you know, if you thought the show was dead before, we're really in trouble now. <laughs> Put a fork in us. 
Oh, there, oh, she, there she goes. Got <laughs> call to set. You know, you think you think she would uh, play play herself out yeah, with the outro. music. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Um, uh, there she goes. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. One and only. Famous actress. Famous actor. She's good. I thought it was that Megxit stuff when I introductory. Megxit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, a geese. The lady who's leaving England. right now. Adam just did a Harry and Meg. hard U-turn on the BQEs <laughs> and headed back to Park Slope right over the bridge. A handbrake turn right in the Kosciuszko. <laughs> I, I was thinking today, I'm like, I, I bet you Guy started thinking around like, you know, 2 o'clock. Like, oh, fuck. Why did I say yes? Fuck. It's cold. Uh, it's not cold, though. Actually, it is. And we don't believe in heat. Not in this place. Or bathroom. No, it's actually nice. And it's, it was beautiful bathroom. out today. Yeah. sun was out. How is my stuffing doing over there? My insulation I helped put in. It was falling out before I stuffed it back in. It doesn't, nothing helps. What do you think? I'm just out here all day? What are you trying to insulate this place? No, no. Mario came over with like, uh, what are they, like pool noodles. He stuffed them <laughs> in the garage. Insulation. He stuffed them in the garage door. And then a week later, it was like 50 degrees out. He's like, see? <laughs> nice and warm in here now. Like it's a, because it's fifty. No, no, I have them in my garage, and when the wind blows, it really—I have a thermometer. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Out. We were over your house. Uh, well, I had to work on New Year's Eve, but we were over your house for—I was there for like an hour. Well, working I, on his house before I had to go to work, and uh, we're out in this garage, and like the party, like you know, it's kind of like the kitchen connected to the backyard, and the garage is like wide open, so we're it's smoke cigarettes. From the and house. The, yeah, but it's like you know, whatever. Skills, go out to. We're all sitting in the garage, like me and uh, my wife Colette, and uh, Ryan's wife Erica, and Ryan. And, and he comes out and uh, he goes, Whoa, "Welcome to my masturbatorium!" Like he announces, <laughs> like like it's it's like nine o'clock at night. He's, uh, he just announces to everyone, like a, a bunch of adult party going adults, that that and someone's like sitting in the chair, wax space. The, the, oh, you don't want to sit in that chair. I know. <laughs> I, listen, man. <sighs> Too much. Dude. Laughing about it. <laughs> First of all, I had a fire and a heat element going. But he's out not even joking around. He really like, sits out there and, and I go out over. there, and all you people are in my garage there, in my private area. That you left open with lights on, with the radio on, like it's That's part of the true. party. Though. Yeah, it's a it's a party, Mario. That's true. Listen. Just tone it down a little on the on the I jerk off out here thing oh, at a please. party. Dude. Jerk off station. Like the, like <laughs> his sister and the brother in law show. Like it's a normal thing. <laughs> It's not like freaking, you know, it's not like everyone's going loony to Mary, it. You have, have you realized yet that have... out here. Happy New Year, everybody. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? New Year's, baby. What the fuck? Now, have you realized yet that I have no sensor? <laughs> no? Have you not known that by, by now? I used to think that about myself, and then I met you, and I realized that I, a filter is important. <laughs> I've helped you then. People walked in, and you're like, welcome to where I jerk off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's your intro. Mary, has anyone ever... Wa- I'm thinking that's like more like a 12.30 joke. <laughs> has anyone ever walked in on you doing that? What? And being First in your, of all, in your garage? I'm, hey, you know like I'm the only man in the world that masturbates. So maybe I'm the only man in the world who is not afraid to discuss the fact that we all no, masturbate. You're, you're, you're deflecting. If you don't masturbate, mm-hmm. you're going to get prostate so cancer. So you've been caught. Nobody said that wasn't the issue. Uh, I have not been caught. You no. came out to the garage and announced... But I've, I've back in the day before they had cameras, that it was your, I've masturbated and in some I quote, incredibly wild places. Oh, please. The side of the highway. Right, you know, I'm sorry I opened this fucking of the camera. Highway, really. Can we get the Dolphin guy Didn't back Didn't I just line? say, like, don't say these things and it gets worse? I 
one said sex in Amsterdam, my friend. Tommy, uh, tell us about the next three hours at the end. Well, so after that, I filled out form 2564. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like that one. Forms of ID. That's a quality form. (laughs) Thorough. I had to bring my social security card. Did dad bring a box of crayons? (laughs) It did. I had to bring a social security card, my passport. I don't know my ID number. Zero, zero, one. But my dad couldn't find his birth certificate, actually. He he looked all over for it. He couldn't find his birth certificate. (laughs) He's born in a 500 AD. Exactly. (laughs) This can't be right. No, check again. <laughs> Museum of Natural History. They made him fill out his blood type, but he couldn't figure that out either. <laughs> <laughs> the best. His blood type is every blood type. <laughs> Whatever you got. <laughs> but for the organ donor part, he decided not to uh, to give his organs, which is a little weird, you know. He actually brought his own organ and played wow. the Dracula music. <laughs> Old. They want younger organs. They want younger organs. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> That's funny because listen I, to that tone. The old sound. I originally had my organs donated, and this time I think I just skipped the whole freaking question. I, I'm oh, more imagine you're like, you're like, uh, you know, you get Mario's soused organs. You get you, you get Mario's hands or his eyes. <laughs> he's like, diabetic, right. and then you and then you shake hands like a jerk. We were trying to figure out who shook hands like worse. You or Woody? You guys do the whole dead fish thing. I don't get it, man. Woody's got a dead fish handshake. Oh, I don't. Do, um. I'm a, Woody's in the chat box now. I, I don't like fish. I oh. give a firm handshake, sir. Like, Never in oh, your entire life. It's a dead fish. Throw it in the tank. No, I don't think. I'm not like, you know, uh, <laughs> macho enough Stop to think that's a med- flagellation to him touching other people's hands. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which There's hand? no washing in between. It's very, very limp. Very limp. Very limp. We I all agree. Hurt my masturbatory hand. We all agree that you... It, it, you know, you don't have to like, grab somebody's hand and go no, crazy. it's not a power move. Just, you know. But it's like, ugh. Uh, I don't even recall shaking hands with you guys, ever. I know. You don't like it in the first place. Like, if you put someone put your hand, I can see you, like, recoil you a little recoil. bit. Right? My mm. hands are naturally dirty. I'd rather just keep them to myself. Right. So what, you want to bow or something next yeah. time? Listen, Coward I don't want to touch you either. Way, yes, we can yeah. bow politely. What if somebody got Mario's teeth? When I was saying goodbye to you, you coughed right in your hand and put your hand out, and I was like, ah, fuck. I you have to do it the yeah. eastern, the far eastern way, and just bow politely. You think you have a firm handshake? I really don't think about it. Obviously, Obviously. <laughs> I think I can be firm. You know, now that I don't kiss people and grope people anymore, my handshake uh, has gotten better. Tommy's dad was gonna suck your blood, but he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's not worth. You don't, care. you don't kiss people. I was a kisser growing up, and I kissed what? everybody, and and now you don't kiss people. People are a little have more personal. Well, space. back in the day, you used to go up to people and just kiss them. Hello. When I say when I come and meet them and see them, hello, give them a kiss on the cheek. Yes. It's very Italian in Europe twice. Yeah. I kiss some men on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew it was you. Really well. we'll see but a fellow anyhow, Italian ladies, deeper channel. Guy. It's a new day, and you don't kiss. You don't go say hello. Oh, how you doing? And give him a peck on the cheek anymore. And well, you could do that, for, I guess, for sure women. You no, sure you can. Don't. You know, I'm the president of an organization. I work with a lot of women, and I have to understand <sighs> that times have changed. Can't you just retire and not like worry about being the president of the teacher? You know, don't people just like, boo! You're not a teacher anymore. You know what I'm No, no. Actually, if I retired, the thing would fall apart, and then the state would have sure. victory. Because the right. state threw us out. Uh, we separated from the state, right. and we're now mm. just professional committee of the UFT. And the UFT is a big Splinter organization. Grim. That's a big responsibility. Gone rogue. In fact, I spent today about a half hour with this teacher who was having a hard time with her administrator and I went over to the case and I gave her some suggestions and I sent her some leads. 
That's great. Yeah, Live in the broad here on Radio Note. I'm an advocate, Sam. I like that, Mario. We'll be back uh, in about, uh, I don't know, we'll take a little break at yeah, time. No, yeah. I'd say about, for about 10 Someone minutes. produced this show Let's for Let's do it, dude. And uh, we'll have uh, Guy from Fugazi. Wow. Whoa. He'll up, be here dude. live. What the heck? Saddle up. What the heck's going on? Well, in the meantime, you can go to www.patreon.com. No, slash don't garage. Do I, feel, I, I feel like it's a weird energy in here tonight. Anybody else feeling this? Well, let's clear it. We'll clear it. We'll clear it. Maybe I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's it's the sage. No. Yeah. Get some straight. sage in the car. Yeah, sage. Just smudge <laughs> this motherfucker. I feel like we all just woke up. Thanks. Live yep. in the brunch uh, here on Radio Noble. We'll be back after these words from uh, the Beatles. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Who? We'll be back <laughs> after this. Yeah. Okay, let's come back. After these words. They're going to play. Hit that post. There you go. Hit that post.
likes the boys in the band Live from the garage. Key, are your headphones still like super loud? They're pretty freaking loud. What's, <laughs> the, what's the language policy on this show? Uh, you could you can curse if you like. Okay, as blue as possible. Okay. Yeah. Do we figure out which mic is which? Yeah, I think we're good. I don't want to blow you away. Uh, hello, check. Hey, that sounding good. Okay. Uh, Excellent. There we go. This is a pro, pro operation here. Notice. Everybody jumps in. Engineered by committee. Is that okay? Can you hear me? All right, everybody. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. Our guest uh, is uh, Guy Pichotto. Now we're going to get serious. <laughs> NPR. And uh, how you doing, Guy? Thanks for doing the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, very happy to be here. Very wow. nice here. We were, talking about, uh, we were just talking about playing uh, Dice with Steve Alvini. That's right. And uh, you didn't win that night, did you? We, I don't think he's ever won when we play him. I don't think he's ever beat us. <laughs> oh, really? He just made the game up we, in his own rules, no, and you no. won? We taught him the game. Oh, but oh. What is this dice game? It's called Kariki. Okay. And, and we learned it from uh, some English guys, and we brought it back to the States, and we showed it to... Well, Fugazi recorded with Steve, and we showed him the game. But of late, I think he's codified the rules, like wrote them down, which to me is already... Uh, that's a kind of a violation of the whole thing. But, <laughs> but he kind of codified it and um, used some of our vernacular in terms of describing and stuff. But Made it his but, own. So you're saying there was a gentleman's agreement that it was like a... You know, it wasn't... It's a, just a code. You a know, fish. it's like... Yeah. You know, it's like it should just be uh, an oral tradition, in my opinion. But, um, yeah. <laughs> How much money is on the line in this game? It's more about pop tarts, I think. <laughs> <laughs> snacks. Yeah, Play snacks. for snacks. Play for snacks. Yeah. Isn't it always? Okay, well, thanks for joining us. If you're just tuning in, it's live from the broadcast here on Radio and Up. Of course, uh, you know Guy. Uh, if you're listening to the show, yeah, he's uh, he's been in uh, a couple pants. Quite a few. I, uh, the names escape me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, right. Right to Spring, Fugazi. How you doing, man? Everything's okay? Good. You live in Brooklyn over there? I do. You miss D.C.? I do. Yeah. Yes. Do you miss uh, 
What do you miss? About, do you miss playing? Well, or or is it the camaraderie uh, with uh, your friends? Or is it- yes. I mean, here's the thing about moving. One thing is like to move to New York from Washington D.C. It's as if, like, during World War II, I just decided to go over on the other side of the line. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a for for someone who came out of DC, like, hardcore or whatever, the idea of moving to New York is basically like the craziest thing you could do. So, (laughs) like, it's the bad brains move. Exactly. I was going to say, technically, bad brains. brains, It's the bad, pulling a bad brains is is rough. And it's when bad brains left, it traumatized an entire generation of DC youth. So, because then we kind of like, you know, claim them. Right. That yeah. That you don't actually claim them. <laughs> you may. I mean, that may be said up here, right. but it's not the real thing. Right. But but I will say this: like I think for people who grew up in New York and who've lived in New York their whole lives, they have that phenomenon of like, you know, the ghosts of the bodegas past, and you know that whole thing. It's like that's what I have for Washington. Like I go back to D.C. now, and I know that town so intimately, right. and I have I'm so involved in that town emotionally and in terms of my entire life. So I go back there, and I have those like. I've been gone for a few years. I had a panic attack last time I went downtown because I was like, I couldn't understand what I was seeing. You know, I was it's totally really different. Bad. Oh, it's crazy. It was like a European mall where the old 930 club and <laughs> wow. DC space was. And I just, I had like a total fucking panic really? attack. Is 930 not there anymore? You had a legitimate panic attack? Like, I, I was like, I have to get the fuck out of this wow. block because I, because it was such, you know, the zone and I just wasn't prepared for how much it had changed. Mm. It was like really intense. So, like, yeah. yeah. So, the whole kind of going, and it's only four hours away. I yeah. go back all the time. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going I'm, next month. It's four hours till yeah. you hit the traffic, then it's like another four <laughs> yeah. hours. How often do you go back there? I try to go back as often as I can, at least three, four times a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, the, that Ben's Chili Bowl, that place is... It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. That's the trick. It's good. They, I'll tell you, the they, real vegan secret... Vegan chili there, can you enjoy the Ben's Chili Bowl? With the, they have meatless options? They're probably not, right? Here's the real the food <laughs> thing about D.C. You go down there, go to Vache Pizza. Vache Pizza. I'm telling you, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Yeah, you're, really? You're treading in dangerous waters here, Mike. What about... <laughs> the, 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 sauce, the sauce is on top of the cheese. Oh, uh, yeah, Chicago yeah. style. No, 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 no. No, no. Upside down. It's... Like a grandma slice. Yeah. Rosa, Rosa says that. They yeah, grandma You know, it has its place. What about over here in New York? Do you have any favorites over here or no? In terms of the pizza? Yeah, yeah. sure. I like the Rome on 7th Avenue. I like okay. that place. Ooh. Adam, you know it? It's a good one. I do. The other day, I, I just do. had Pizza Suprema for the first time in my life. Really? Which is, really? Yeah. The first um, time? The first time ever. Uh, it's it's by Penn Station. By Madison Square Garden. Joe's guy. My God, it was it was It was excellent. Heaven. So good. Heaven. I took your son there, Mario. He, he was me. with he me. He told me I'm at Pizza Suprema. Right, because you use those Pizza Uno coupons, and I wanted to tell you that oh. that's bullshit. Pizza Uno's in Bayside is no. closing that's down. That's not pizza. Good. Sunday is the last day. What Thank God. Do? We're going to go and cry. Me and my daughter went to the last Ringling Brothers Circus, and now we're going to the last- What are you going to do when Olive Garden closes? <laughs> I'm not an Olive Garden. <laughs> I'm a Sizzler guy and an Uno guy. Sizzler. How was the ride over? Did you get a t- Have you ever met Adam before? No. Oh, drive you just get into the- car with anyone? Pretty stranger. It's like Matt Sweeney. My wife, my wife thought I was going to get murdered tonight. Straight up. <laughs> You're going where? That's right. what, what I tried to describe. She's like, "What are you? What are you in a queen? A garage? garage? Yeah, it was bad. And they Rushing? never saw him again. Yeah. She said, "At what hour do I start calling the police?" Like, <laughs> I hope she's listening. You guys live uh, close to each other in Park Slope? Is that really? Yeah. What's your address so, exactly? Well, let's, uh, let's disclose well, addresses now. Uh, no, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I know Keys wife is. Uh, Kathy Blucox from Bikini Kill, isn't it? That's right. Cool. How's she doing? She's doing well. About and to you go have on a, tour. You have a you have a daughter? I do. Nice. 
Adorable. Well, that's the end of the <laughs> Have you have you seen any of these bikini kill shows? I have several. Yeah, I, yeah? S- I went out and saw them in California. I saw them King's Theater here. I saw I saw a bunch of them. Yeah. My cool. wife, my wife uh, Colette went, and she's been raving about it since she. Yeah, went. those were great. We were at Terminal Five. Oh, you yeah. went? And yeah. Saw yeah. It? yeah, it was wonderful. Man, I should. Part of that four, four bands were playing that night, right? Bikini Kill was one of them. Yes, and also they're playing. Um, uh, Burger Boogaloo out in Oakland, which I'm really looking forward to going out there in Oakland. Yeah, I think they're going to play Prospect Park. Uh, yes, in the summer as well. I, I saw that as well. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, it's part of the uh, Celebrate Brooklyn. Yes, uh, yes. Thing. that's the one. Yeah. Nice outside cool. shows. I see. Yeah. I, actually, when, whenever I go to Shellac or different shows, I kind of I see you there. Like uh, you I'm make a, the scene, man. I'm a showgoer. Yeah, yes. you're a showgoer. I'm a showgoer. I've spotted Guy. Uh, do you go out of an shows. obligation to like your friends, or are you going because you you know? I, I go because I, um, I mean, definitely there's the obligation thing, but I go because I, I go see bands all the time. I mean, yeah. it's like, I feel like when you get involved in music, it's like, my feeling about it is like it's being, like, I feel like I've been indoctrinated into a cult or something yeah. like that <laughs> in all the negative and positive aspects of it. Like, I still feel like the same kind of weird kind of joy and freak out about it but i also am like i feel like i'm wedded to all this negative shit too and i can't really so what's some of the negative stuff that you you run into well just the just the kind of compulsion of it it's like sometimes i'm like i would like to be free of this compulsion Mm -hmm. to like constantly be investigating this you know i do i need to read another fucking book about the beatles like these fucking kind of endless (laughs) things you get involved in and then it's like but you're just stuck have you ever like, like mentally turned your back on music and said i just don't want to look back I don't, no, I've never like fully turned off, but I do have these. I do have like moments of pure ambivalence about the whole thing, mm-hmm. like feeling sure. like you know this is just distasteful and stupid, and at the same time the stupidity of it is is totally uh, intoxicating. So it's like, I don't know. I get <laughs> right. kind of like lost. In it, so. Jared, uh, you know, going with Tommy's question, uh, the the aggressiveness of uh, like rock and roll, that ever, and you know, for lack of a better term, rock and roll, like. The aggressiveness of like rock music. Do you ever get turned off to that? But see, that's a that's a kind of a weird thing. The the visceral energy of it is so amazing. Like I remember the first band I ever saw, like the first punk band, or yeah. actually let's say the first band I ever saw. This wow. is the first show I Way ever back. saw, 1977. Okay, Kiss with ACDC with Bon Scott. Fuck okay. yeah! So I saw fucking <laughs> Calm Bon down, Scott. <laughs> Later, I'm that the glam scene, saw like, Bon Scott. I saw Bon Scott, Where? and it, that was actually the first show I ever. The first list. performance I ever saw was Bon Scott, wow, wow. Angus Young. I was like twelve, or actually, what would seventy-seven? Yeah, I would have been like twelve years old. Wow. Where was this now? Capital, would, Capital would, Center. I would have quit right there. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm never getting there. It was fucking. <laughs> is that the? It was what used to be the hockey arena down there. Yeah, it, it used to be the hockey arena and the and the where the bullets used to play and then later I saw Aerosmith and Golden Earring that, and so like those were the first wow. four shows I wait saw. so your first show was an arena show yes yeah, yeah wow but then within a year I saw the cramps play hmm. when I was I hadn't turned 13 yet wow. but I saw the cramps and then that was like a different level yeah of, Within, like, they got on stage. Lux vomited all over the stage <laughs> at the third song. I couldn't even look at them because I was so frightened. Right. I was so terrified. It took half. I like that Bon Scott's the one who behaved himself. Yeah, Bon Scott was like, I could handle that. Though ACDC, he, he waited till after the month. ACDC were being advertised as a punk band at the time. Well, actually, right. uh, Mario might have you beat. Check this out. Oh, you got. Yeah, it. Gee, I want to shake your hand oh, because boy. I have a list as well, mm-hmm. and I have Aerosmith in 1976 as number two. Number two, the second yeah, show you see. There you go. <laughs> well, wait a second. How old are you? How old are you, Mario? You're 57. I just turned 58. Yeah. I'm 54. So you guys are close. Yeah. You were going to shows. Well, you were a little bit older than. 
No, you're younger. the younger. 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 Nice try. Yeah, yeah. How did you get to the shows at such an early age? By the way, Mary's a teacher doing math right there. So uh, He's retired. <laughs> I very quickly just started going out the window. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it was kind of different. I don't know how old your daughter is. My kid just I was 14. You had turned to be 17. And yeah. It's a different... Wow. I, I know it's like an old... like. Like an old person think to say, like, oh, it was different. But it re- like when I was seventeen, I I feel like I was like on my like on my third car or something, like <laughs> like sneaking out the window and going to crazy shows and doing all sorts of things. So Mary just handed Gee the list. Oh, Mary, what's some oh of those bands boy. on the list? That's the list that I made in the seventies, and then I kept going until about the eighties, and then the punk bands got too much and too frequently and too small clubs that I just stopped keeping a list. Sabbath and Nugent number one—that's amazing. Yeah, not wow. only that, so he That's gives the first show. John, why don't you explain how this list works? Oh, he—he, he, like, he's quite the historian. He writes what drugs he was on. You got Frampton. It was a five-dollar show, but you still snuck in. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. What the, the fuck's with he's, that? He's, he's as thrifty was, as they come. Fugazi was a lot of money back then. No, yeah, well, you would love Fugazi. Yeah, yeah, I could go horseback riding for an hour for five dollars. I could buy a nickel bag. So, so he, he also gives a, a letter grade to the show, if you notice in the other column, and then yes. he, what drugs he was on. He gave. What did you give the well, Ramones a D or something? Uriah Heep, Jethro Tull could have been better. <laughs> yeah, it could have. And I love Tull. Tull was my number one band because everybody loved Zeppelin, and so Maybe you I had to like too Tull. Much, you know. This is yeah. this is gold. This should be a this should be a fancy. This is amazing. I think I'm going to do something with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is incredible. Wow, what a. He's got T Rex on there. It's madness. You saw T Rex? Is it on there? If it's on there, I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't yes? remember. With with Nugent, the That's night right. of, the night of the Skinnerd plane crash. Before, <laughs> it was. It was the night really of the crash. That? Is that really that? Why weren't that. you at home crying? I don't understand. Like, I had tickets to that Skinnerd show too, and they and I canceled. They, well, they were they half price, I believe. <laughs> Oh my God! This that is, is crazy. I loved Nugent before I knew his politics. I loved him. I thought he rocked. Listen, the, the Buffalo song yeah. is is what? a jam. All right, explain this one. <laughs> he is, here's I'm he, dropping. Uh, he's in. reading okay. Mario's concert list. <laughs> I don't know why you invited me when you could just this read this shit. Ah, we've got to hear your opinion it's on. Better it. when you do it. All right, you got Neil Young here. You spelled Neil wrong. <laughs> Should I put the E before the I? You put the I before. He's the an e. art teacher. Yeah. I didn't know. If you but then it says chicks wouldn't get up. What's, what does, that, what does mean? that mean? So, uh, oh. probably we were all getting up to see the show, and they were just sitting there. And they were sitting there. Uh, okay. Oh, they yeah. wouldn't stand up. They, they were as excited about the show as. Yeah, yeah. What year is the Neil show? Neil's show is seventy-eight. So, yeah. Good. Is that before transfer? Oh, you got Misfits in there. The DK. Wow. But then it goes into all the oh, Clash yeah. and the. No, this the first this first page is. I'd like to take this home. This is amazing. <laughs> we'll make. A I'll copy send you a Xerox too. copy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, the, you even have where you sat. Really? Yeah, wow. you got the like second row, row C. That's for, right. Yeah, for, I wrote for, everything down. Wow. I was like, keep because I knew Did I was. Did you write it down it. when you got home? Pretty much. Well, when or, I sobered up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you always bring that piece of paper with you? No, or you, no. You no made mental notes the and then right. Yeah. And so after the next the day, you remember like the row and stuff. I had the ticket stub. Oh, yeah. oh, I still so. have the ticket stuck yeah. somewhere. Yeah. In the shoebox, I probably have all the tickets. Dumbest question I ever asked. So we're talking to Mario Saro <laughs> on live from the Broad. So Mario, is, uh, will there be a Fagazi reunion in the future? <laughs> well, it's really not up to me, so I was yeah, uh, leave it up is. to the guys in the band, and uh, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> That's well, well, said. well said. Well said. What are you working on now? Gee, anything new in the in the pipe? Like uh, you know, 
I'm mostly, are you are you a member of the PTA now or something? Like, I'm not a what do you do all day? <laughs> you stare at the wall and you're, I, yeah, Kathy you know, brings home the, the bikini kill checks. I, I flip through my concert list and weep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a head list. I, got um, I could never remember. So. How many yeah. shows do you think you've been to? In yeah, I was going to ask that in your list, yeah. starting from '77. How many th- fucking shows do you think you've been to? Thousand. Yeah, mm, I would say yeah, I have to be. Five fifty thousand. I mean, Fugazi played a thousand on their own. Yeah, I right. mean, so if you yeah. multiply that times the fifty bands that probably yeah. probably played with, it's divided like, by two, carry the yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> you know. it, do you know how many Fugazi maybe, shows? Are maybe seventy five thousand. Do you ever count one hundred eighty thousand? John's face. <laughs> Look at your face, dude. That's, I'm you're not kidding, right? I'm not good at math. Of course, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 180,000 shows. Yeah, this is, this is the, an exclusive. Yeah, yeah, Fugazi alone, how many shows? That, what, I'm that, very that, gullible. Don't trick yeah, me. Yeah, we played over 1,000. <laughs> over 1,000. Yeah, 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 we played over 1,000. Not, not one set list. Never used a set list. Did you guys always go back and forth? Uh, when well, you we had it? a. We, this is the like template. E&U, this is the template. Like, once, once I had enough. Like, when the band started. I'd only sang a few songs, but once it got to the point where I was singing an equivalent amount of songs, then we did trade off, and then Joe started singing a couple of songs, so then right. we knew we had to trade off and then also work Joe in. And then, so basically what we would do is, before we would go out on tour, we would practice four hours a day, five days a week, and just play every single song we'd ever written over and over and over again. And then... After that, it was just the only thing we discussed was what the first song was. That's it. Right. Oh, how many, start what, it, yeah. You yeah. think there's 200 songs, 150 songs total? Maybe 80,000? <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty good at math. I think you're right. 180,000 songs. Yeah. You good. never know what's going to go. And, and the thinking behind that is, uh, you know, just to like not get into a weird kind of groove of uh, predictability yeah. or repetitiveness. Or... It was also just to build something in the room with the energy of the room on the night and then just yeah surprise each other try to trip each other Did up. you guys call just it out or like someone just start playing the riff you're like oh shit here we go I heard something about hand signals you we had hand work? signals how'd oh, that work it, it's like, like the it, the Astros uh, stealing songs <laughs> yeah totally like that if you're in the yeah, if I Joe Lally song, would uh, he, he would bang on a garbage can <laughs> and then how, uh, how sick is that though that Astros amazing. thing yeah. what do you think about this you're, uh, you're a baseball guy uh, well I'll tell you this I'm not a huge baseball guy because yeah. DC lost its team in, when I was seven years old. But I will say I followed this whole Nationals thing, and I've been following the team. You know, but this when they won that series, I was fully on board. Right. And for them to beat the Astros and then to find out what the Astros had been doing, yeah. it's Even just more. it's so sweet now yeah. that they mm. that they that they whooped them at home. <laughs> you, it's got, sweet. you guys have to forgive me. I actually don't know what was happening with the Astros. Can you explain well, real quick? Uh, uh, real quick. Uh, so you, Tommy, uh, I know you don't know about baseball. Is that a grand slam? Like if you're uh, standing on second base and you see the catcher gives the pitcher signs, it's right, a, right, a right. fastball slide or yep, curveball, yep, yep. whatever it might, might be, you're allowed to, on the field, steal the signs or kind of, and then, you know, you make your hand sign it. They were using the problem is they're using technology, videotapes in the tunnel, and they uh, banging on a garbage can like uh, no bang for a fastball, two bangs for a slide, and you know when you're using videotape, you're cheating at baseball. That's yeah, a little too much. Yeah. But there's yeah. even rumors that they were wearing electronic pads. And then you see how Tuve comes home. He doesn't want his shirt ripped off. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I don't know, man. Yeah. It all looks he didn't bad. Take the shirt off. No, no. listen, they fight. It was a bit more sophisticated than coughing that. during Millionaire. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Vaseline on the chest it's like, like Major League. Show. Uh, you, uh, the, they fired my 
manager for this. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, knew he true. would get Fire wrapped Carlos up. In Beltran, yeah. But you yeah. showed me that months ago, John. You showed me that even before the story ever broke. You were showing me the, the thing on your phone. That's right. Well, I didn't come up with it. Now, yeah, but though. you knew about it way, way back then. And the pitchers know, too, because they kept together with the catcher and be like, listen, something's going on. But yeah. he, what do you think about this? And they kid? were winning at home like a crazy different... The numbers like, are yeah, the numbers, yeah, the numbers yeah. make no sense. Yeah. They right. make no sense. Right. You're, you're more of a basketball guy, basketball. right? Okay. Yes. So who's your team? My team is the Wizards. Wizards. Uh, were you in Georgetown? Well, the, the, the Bullets. Was that? Were Ewing? When Ewing was playing with Georgetown? I went to Georgetown University. My first year was his last year and the year they uh, won the championship. Yes, wow. I saw him in the 7-Eleven. Holy cow. And I followed the Knicks when he came up here because I was like, Wow. I thought he was fucking. Yeah, up. we stole I that draft pick. Yes. <laughs> and we nothing ever materialized. Yeah, Poor Patrick. Bro's he never got well. anything out of it. Never got anything. Wow. Well, yeah, we should have won. I mean, the Bullets have won more recently than the Knicks. Right. Is- what was the last time? That's <laughs> true. What was the last time the Bullets? Oh, well, yeah. Best basketball logo ever. It's like two hands. You know, what was the last time the Wizards won? Well, the Bullets, Wizards won 78, 77, something like that okay. when I was a kid. And the Knicks, what, 94? No, no, no. Tommy, please. This is your opening up wounds. Oh, sorry. Okay. Four. I don't know. Oh, it was the Rangers. Should have won in ninety. Everybody but the Yankees won in '69. They they suspended the whole team after that brawl, and nobody could play the next day. There was a short. Oh my god, what a mess. So once Fugazi made some money a little How bit. How tall is Patrick? Yeah. I said I'm getting season tickets to go see the Wizards. Oh yeah, oh. This was, so it was 2001, and uh, they had the f- number one pick that year, which mm-hmm. was, was going to turn out to be Kwame Brown. Oh, yes. So I was like, I'm going to buy season tickets because they got the number one pick. So I buy the tickets, and guess what else happened? Jordan came, back, came back that, that year. Uh, right, so, and he, he was like number so 35 or something. Yeah. So yeah, we're fucking. And my yeah. seats were right behind the seats they gave the family of the opposing team's players. Wow. So I would see like you know. <laughs> the random family members of the team playing and just listening to their insane NBA gossip and ripping on MJ <laughs> the whole time. You're sitting in the players' wives yeah. section. That happened to me. He gambled yeah. some. You yeah, bought I the gambled. full season? I gambled, man. Yeah. I went, oh, dude. My God. And you went to every game almost? I went to, it to your friends and well, stuff. I don't know if any of you guys have ever had. I did it for one year. It's like you have a job. Yeah, it's which a is like, how yeah, the hell it's do three I, days a week. Like, well, yeah. I dragged, you know, you know, Kathy to all the games. I mean, <laughs> it was just intense and trying to find people to go with me. You it's to like, see Mike play. Oh, I did. Yeah. Well, I have a 20 game plan with the Mets. Patrick has Islanders season oh, tickets. Five that's years a, now. So you, that's, really? that's, what is yeah. that? 40, 40 basketball games, right? I, yes. I guess that's a lot. That's a lot. And I watched Michael Jordan destroy Kwame Brown's brain, like <laughs> bullied him into the earth, <laughs> oh. and then it was it was brutal. I heard that down. you know I have a well not a friend. My wife's uh, cousin played on. Uh, uh, no, what's the uh, Jordan's college team? Peter. North Carolina. Charlotte. Tar Heels. Uh, yeah. Tar Heels. The Tar Heels. And uh, his reputation, he's a bit of a bully. Yes. He's yes. bully. He, if he didn't like you, like, sure he was you an were alpha screwed. Male. Like, uh, yeah. Sociopath. Highly competitive. I mean, this is just a rumor. Well, listen, John, sure I have... Um, fine. I wish I could hear that gossip. I just saw Space Jam the other day, What, they, the what kind of gossip Space would they Jam. say? Really? You saw Space but Jam, but weird, you haven't weird, watched... Weird movie. I, I wrote to my rep, okay. and I'll, I'll talk about that at the end of the show. I wrote to my rep today. I'm a Met season ticket holder, and I, I came up with this price difference between what they're charging season ticket holders and, and the money that they're charging for individual sales is less. So we're paying more for the tickets than the people who buy games one by one. I'll talk about it later, but... That's right. I mean, crazy. Yeah, That's because at the end of the season, you could buy the tickets for five bucks, and then you end up That's you're right. paying yeah. 20 bucks. We're talking to key up. <laughs> it's a baseball ticket talk. You have any uh, music stuff going on? 
Um, mostly I produce people now. Yeah. So I've been uh, just finishing working on a band called The Casual Dots, which is my wife's other band besides Bikini Kill. Cool. Um, for finished that record, I work a lot with uh, this band, Zylorus White, which is uh, Jim White from The Dirty Three. I don't mm. know if you remember them mm. from Australia. Yeah, yeah, I saw them at uh, uh, Kutcher's. In, uh, remember the ATP? ATP upstate. Yeah. Mm. They're incredible. So. I've worked on four records with them, and yeah. that's like the thing that I've really been most involved. Are in you the there the in, the entire recording process? And as a producer, like what what do you what is I your role? I produce and like? arrange with them. So it's like basically what they do is we record hundreds and hundreds of pieces. And like at this time, I'm using the word literally, the number literally. Like <laughs> we record hundreds of jams, and then we consolidate those into records. And wow. uh, it's uh, what about engineering? So it must be digital. Yeah. You're not going on tape and all that. No, no, I'm doing it digitally. You engineer too, yeah. like behind the board. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And so you. You're you're involved in the songwriting process then too. with these guys yeah 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 yeah. like and it's been amazing so i mean i i would love to be in a band but it's weird i was in between they the don't ages. ever ask you like hey uh, jump on the <laughs> grab the grab their old rick and buck well, yeah, right? daniel uh daniel ray a little bit yeah or do you, you feel like you don't want to like no, sometimes i do actually play with yeah. them yeah we've done some collaborations with film and music stuff and we played like shows here and there but i've never had i haven't had like the between the ages of like 14 years old and 22, I was in like seven bands. And then I was in Fugazi from then on. Right. And then after that, I was like, well, I guess I'll just be in another band like it always was in the past. For whatever reason, that actually didn't happen. Yeah. Like it was just one of those things that hasn't happened yet. But I've managed to stay in it by just, yeah, by mostly recording people. How many total bands have you been in? I, I, I really a lot. Like a lot. 180,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My first band was this band Insurrection, which mm-hmm. we uh, we made a tape that we just ritually destroyed because it was so terrible. You're all ashamed <laughs> of it. Yeah, it was so. It was like yeah, like immediately after the recording, or a couple of years later. No, no, immediately, <laughs> immediately. Somewhere, somebody has taped that back together. <laughs> no, we we got we got Ian to take us in the studio with Discord money, and then immediately we destroyed the tape. Oh <laughs> wow! This can't come out. We thought we sounded like Motorhead and Discharge and Venom. That was what we were trying to do. Whoa. Right, and we didn't sound like any of them. You, <laughs> so. I bet now, though, when you, you were in all these bands, and then you end up uh, joining Fugazi. We're like, this is this is a different level of. Th- I have to focus on like. Well, I think every band I was in before that, I thought was, I took as seriously as anything I ever did. Mm, it's just sure. like the thing that happened that was different was. I think maybe just because we were incrementally slightly older, it was like we were able to keep the band going, and everyone was ready to work at a different level than we had been when you're like sixteen. If you can keep four 16-year-olds working for two years, it was a miracle at the time. Is so that like, how old you were when you joined Fugazi? I no. Was, no it's, <laughs> I was 17 when set. I formed Rights of Spring. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And then I was uh, maybe 18 when I was in this band, One Last Wish, and then Rights of Spring got back together again under a different name when I was like 19, 20, and then I was I think I was 21 when I joined Fugazi. So it's like... That's a huge kind of difference. So young, yeah. yeah, You're a kid. You were a kid. I was a kid. And when you joined Fugazi, do you did you ever feel like uh did you feel welcome and comfortable immediately or did you feel like kind of like uh hey I uh, you know I might be like a, a bit of an interloper here I don't want to step on Yeah, cuz they existed before you joined, like, right? So What happened was like I'd been in all these bands with Brendan the drummer like right. we'd done all these groups together and then we hit this wall where our band had was falling apart and the group house we were living in was falling apart and then I lost my job and then I was I was kind of like I had this feeling that everything had, was kind of falling apart so I sold all my gear I just got rid of my 
I sold my amp to Tim Curve, the big boys, for like no uh, money, and I just <laughs> Paul Hanley's band. Yeah, what, what kind of amp? It was, it, was a, it was a 1964 Vox. Oh, I sold it for 250 dollars. Oh, like the original British one? Yes. Oh man, it was so stupid. <laughs> the biggest stupid gear mistake I've ever made. But but then I got on a bus and I left and I was just bombing around the country. And during that interim, Brendan was work started playing with Fugazi and they had decided to play a show. I got back in time to see them watch their first show. And then by the time of the second show, I was already kind of singing backups and flavor flaving it with them and yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Hype but man. but I felt weird because I was like, I'd listen to them play and I was like, I can't play guitar with this. I didn't really understand how to adapt to it. And I was feeling kind of just mentally fucked up about it. And then, but Brendan was always really like, come on, man, we've, you know, we've played together. Why don't we, you know, try to figure it out. And you trust him, right? And you, you click and with I was, him. Yeah, yeah, and the other guys were really generous and just like the, the idea of the band at that point was different people could do stuff with them. It was kind of this open door policy. So I just started insinuating myself yeah. more into it and they just kept encouraging me to do more stuff. And then eventually we did some tours that way before we even recorded. But I was I wanted to play guitar and Brennan kept saying, just like give us a chance. Eventually you can start playing guitar and we'll figure out a way to make it work. When you were and, doing the original tours, you were just singing? I think we did a whole tour of the USA and a whole tour of Europe where I was just doing backup like singing Boba. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah and that was mostly stuff yeah. from the first EP, right? Like not yes. Margin Walker yet, not quite yet. I don't think we were doing any of that stuff yet because we recorded that at the end of the last tour where I wasn't playing guitar was when we recorded Margin Walker. Got but um, uh, and then we after that tour, I was like, I'm losing my mind. I got to play guitar. And Brennan said, Okay, when yeah. we get back, we're going to figure it out. And we did. And then we did Repeater, and I started playing guitar. Cool. And it was. It How, did you guys ever discuss that? Like, uh, you know. You change the entire com, com, you know, complexion of the band, kind of the sound of the I band. Mean, I th- I'm sure the there are a lot of people who think for the worst, and then there's probably some people who think it's for the better. You know, with bands, you're like, you know, I'm a Paul guy, I'm a John guy, I'm a George guy. I'm sure there's people who are like, man, that when I saw the first show, that was guy. the best. Yeah, guys, like, then he joined, and it was his fucking bullshit. So, yeah. It's like yeah. John Mayer and the Grateful yeah. Dead. That's yeah. a real purist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never thought about it before. I, you know, I've been listening to your band for for years and years and years and I, I never thought of of it like that. I never thought, you know, well, I was a, this guy or that guy. I, well, the nice. band was very cohesive in my yeah. mind, even though the songs, you know, are, are, are you know. Well, it was cohesive. I mean, that's the thing is we were tight as hell. The four yeah, of us sure. were yeah. so tight and by the time we got through, I would say after we did the first two tours and really got into it with each other, it was like, we didn't really fight again. You know, it was like we had the first few yeah. tours, you're like, learning how to be yep. away from home together like in a can like doing all this stuff and being sick and driving all night and but the whole run though you but guys then are- after that it was like just complete i just was so stoked to be with people who were so fucking intense about what they wanted to do yeah. and to go on stage and to to everyone had the same idea like we want to go on stage and we want to kill we want to go in the studio and work as hard as we That's can really we want to practice yeah. we want to go as hard as we can and there was no sense I have this weird thing with like people always like, oh, the road is so hard and this is hard. It's like, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's yeah. like you're a baby just rolling out with one mission, which is to play, you know, and it's, it's, it was incredible. Yeah. And to play with those guys with the seriousness of it and the intensity of it, it was a, it was a completely was a amazing time. Common goal there and everyone gets along. It's like, a, it's it the greatest great. thing ever. How close were you to Ian before joining the band? Very close. Like, I met him when I was uh, in high school, and, you know, he was, you know, older than me. So uh, some of the guys in, in my school were in Minor Threat, which was, and I went to a, a practice of theirs after school one day, and I saw them write this song, Screaming at a Wall, and it was had such a huge wow. impact on me. I was like, these guys are so, 
You should write that on the list. Of <laughs> it That's was, an event. It was a seismic event in my because they were, you know, the drummer was like this machine, and I was watching them actually arrange the song, and it just seemed so high stakes and so intelligent and cool. I was just really blown yeah. away by. Was it, it intimidating? Uh, like being around such an, an uh, you know, intently focused band um, like that. It wasn't intimidating. It was it was inspiring. It was thrilling. Yeah. You know, nice. and it was kind of like. I mean, the same thing with the Bad Brains. I mean, anyone who saw the Bad Brains in that era, you just were like, you were so swept up by it, you just were like, I have to be involved in this situation because it was the, the intensity of it was so extreme. Well, I ask everybody this. And then back then in, like, in DC and stuff, there was a scene like, it, if you didn't know what band was playing, it didn't matter. Like, all these kids would show up and stuff, yeah. right? Like, how come we don't have that anymore? Like, we used to have it up here in the 90s. Definitely not in New York City. Yeah. When I was playing in punk bands, not that long. It was like Long Island had... Long Island had a huge But ne the city is, like, fractured. Like, it's right. it's weird. Like, there's not, like, a place where all the kids just show up to watch whoever it is. Fug you know, Fugazi came out to play the PWAC, the People with AIDS Coalition, in the early 90s. And, it's, and that was part of that scene of thousands of... Well, almost 1,000, 1,200 kids. My, I guess my question is, uh, will you unify the scene? <laughs> <laughs> Unite the scene. Why is there no scene? Well, I mean, you got to. Th I think the era was so different. I mean, to be involved in punk rock in that time, you had to really want to separate yourself totally. from society in a much more extreme way than I think. There's nothing really comparable to it now. You had to be willing to like physically put yourself in very dangerous situations on the street with people. You had to be. The music was not particularly accessible. You had to be willing to like make an effort to f to track it out, find the shows, do the thing. So it it pulled in people who really had this whatever reason for whatever fucked up thing that they were coming from that they needed to find a place where they could find a community that was like kind of antithetical to everything else that seemed to be going on at that time and i was that i was definitely in that mode i yeah. had yeah. shit i was trying to get away from i was trying to find something different and then i don't know i mean it was like i think for for people who who came into it at that point they were so desperate for that energy that they did a lot to make that energy continue. So you would, you know, and also there was nobody coming to to help you. So it's like if you wanted things to happen, you had to make them happen on your own. And yeah. I think there was a lot of just, I think Bad Brains and their kind of philosophy that they were kind of imparting, like, and it's weird because they talked about PMA and stuff, but it really was more about the feeling at the shows. It just, it just was so inspiring and it made people want to participate and a lot of people like Ian for example is just a natural born leader and he pulled together a lot of people and then Jeff his partner in the label was just a as, you know as an artist genius and so there was just all these kind of individual personalities that were coming together and it all kind of it all kind of helped create a scene how, how often did Fugazi and Bad Brains play or did they ever we never played together really no Though the Righteous Spring played with HR Solo Band up here in New York, okay, we right. played. Actually, I don't, I don't know anyone in New York who saw this show, but it was Righteous Spring. Check the list, man. Yeah, it's on it. It's on it. My answer was great. I think I did see the Bad Brains. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times it's because of where we where people get their information. Back in the seventies, there were a few sources of information. Now kids get information on a multitude of platforms, so everybody's disfractured because they don't all yeah, get that a makes common sense. information. So, yeah. If there were a couple places to go, you just went there. And right. you know there'd be flyers or whatever yeah. and zines. And, you know what? I want to talk to Guy about your sound because you know I, I was around during punk. Are you going to try to steal his hardcore. tone? <laughs> and Fugazi did. They changed. They changed their sound deliberately. You slowed it down. There was a roots and reggae influence. Yep. And so I mean, is is that something you guys obviously did it consciously? You want to talk about? I mean, it's. I think what's one of those things like hardcore, like when. 
I really, my honest opinion is that hardcore is maybe one of the most radical artistic movements that ever happened. And I, people are always like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I can't think of another movement where there such young people made such a cultural impact. And the music was, I mean, when it first happened, it, when you, I remember the first time I heard the pay to come single, I almost couldn't physically understand what I was hearing. It was right. so shocking. So you know, it was right. so fast. It was so incomprehensible, incomprehensible when, you first when you first hear it. And then once you start acclimating to it and then you, it was so creative, but very quickly because of the form of it as a, as a, you know, just in terms of the actual form of the music, very quickly it become it was very easy to become generic and then once it became generic to me it became kind of less interesting because it was formulaic it wasn't formulaic when it started you had bands like void all these bands doing different kind of variations of the sound but very quickly it kind of like in order for it to stay interesting it just had to mutate and then i feel like the bands that i was in i was never you know righteous spring like I felt like was one mutation and then the other bands that we were all in were like we were all kind of constantly mutating and then by the time we got to Fugazi we were slightly older and we started pulling in just more influences and we were also more capable of expressing it that way so it just it wasn't a conscious thing more it's like we were just playing what we liked you know did you ever get bummed out like uh, that when hardcore became like because it wasn't hardcore back then it was whatever it was and this this like you know malleable lines did you get bummed out like that the, the the focus and aggression would be like uh, misdirected by a certain group of fans or whatever, and like you like you, like you know what I mean. Roll, like guys just showing up to the show yes. to to be aggressive and to be violent, and 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 you guys always did a great job of like self policing the entire thing. But you were just like you but know, man, was, this is it like was, hey, it sucked. It sucked to have sucked, to do it yeah. because. I mean, the thing about it is, like, the violence of the initial shows was kind of more reactive because, I mean, quite honestly, the early shows, we'd be playing near a Marines barracks, and the Marines guys would come over, and they would just beat the shit out of kids. Yeah. So yeah. kids were, like, trying to learn how to defend themselves. I mean, I was, like, I was, like, I was like I was like a skeleton as a child, you know. I was like, and then you're like out there like trying to fight with Marines and shit. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. It was like I, I know insane. you can't see this at home, but uh, Guy actually weighs 400 pounds now. He's <laughs> been weightlifting since the hiatus. No. I had some hard times in uh, hardcore shows in San Diego because the yeah. Marine base is right there. When we right, played, not... Angry Samoans and yeah. Angelic Up starts and like, man, Long Island these skinheads would show up and like try to intentionally start fights and yep. stuff. Like what the heck's going on, man? It's weird. I always like you know remember hearing that you guys were kind of like a, in a way a policing band, well, growing up. But but I think that's kind of a misnomer. I mean, you like you were saying you don't want to hire security because you don't want to be that band. You I don't think there's yeah there is a misconception exactly. Right. We didn't we wanted the the room itself to police itself. Yeah, like we did. We hated the idea of having security there. We hated the idea of the barricade. We hated all of that. We just had the power of our voice. So if we saw shit that we thought was fucked up, we would call it out. And then people were interpreting this. Oh man. The people who always say things like, you want to tell everybody what to do, their lack of complete, their lack of self-awareness of like the impact of the people around them is like, why are like, you know, do, do you, like, are four people supposed to dominate a room of like a thousand exactly. kids? It's, it's like, weird that that's like considered a crazy thing that, you know. The, <laughs> right, now that we're older. It's so odd for you know, you don't want the audience to act like human beings. It's what's wrong with you guys? But it was exhausting. I have to say, yeah. there was this kind of ritualization of of what we kind of fell into a trap because people realized they could bait us, and then oh, this, yeah. this thing. It's like yeah, it I became, felt like it we had to a, always. A thing, yeah. I wish in a way that we'd been 
constantly more able, maybe more clever. Why are you coming to the show? (laughs) 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 Well, it's five bucks. If I do something stupid, then they'll call me out, and then that's it. It's like a different kind of notoriety. The the nice thing about not having a set list is that instead of trying to force this one thing that you have, your idea of what the room is going to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, onto that room, you can actually look out and gauge it and be like, right. no, let's do the yeah, mellow yeah. number. That's yeah, a great point. Exactly. Yeah, my favorite yeah, un- unreleased uh, Fugazi song was Take Two Steps Back. He gave it sing <laughs> to the crowd. Take two steps back. All right, man, don't push each other and give everybody some room. And, uh, Did you know, have more fun? Ice cream eating motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that became like this famous thing. Does that ever bother you? Like, uh, like uh, people always say that. You know, oh, the Fort Reno. The, yeah, ice, the ice cream, cream eating. eating. I saw you outside eating, was, eating ice cream. But it was real. I saw it's those so guys, funny. Like, I saw there's those a guys tough guy pushing cream. people around. <laughs> You're eating ice cream. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're not as tough as you think you are. But they were literally relax. these skinhead dudes who had been at the Good Humor truck eating ice cream, and I saw them before the show, and I was like, I was like, that is so beautiful. These guys are just like, they looked so happy. The sun was shining. They had ice cream cones. And then the show starts, and they suddenly turn into these badasses. I was like, what? This is ridiculous. That's cool. And there's hours of that stage banter uh, that... It was a uh, experimental theater troupe uh, object collection. Oh, yeah. Did that show? How did that come about? Did they reach out and say, "Hey, we've got you know now that the live series is up and there's all this in between songs, all this interplay, we want to make something out of that." How did that come about? Um, uh, we had a friend who wrote me and said, "Like, there's this serious kind of collective that they're working on an opera based on the interstitial talkings at your shows," and I was like. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they were like, did they? Do you mind if they work on? It? I was like, knock yourself out. I never thought I would hear from them again. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then they contacted me after two years, and they had literally, not only had they notated all the things we said, they had musically notated in actual score the sounds of us tuning and hitting drums randomly and Come hitting on. the strings randomly it was the craziest yeah, thing really i've crazy. ever seen it's a lot of work it was it was an unbelievable amount of work because the music it was just like brendan going like stuff that he would do to tune his drums right. and like yeah. little riffs that you would play and they they the notated song. that they notated yeah. all of it so not one bit of it is a real piece of music it's all interstitial stuff Did you ever embarrassed by that like hey you guys are taking a little too seriously it was <laughs> but the show itself was really difficult to watch like it's very abrasive and some of it was like kind of awkward and hard but it was kind of mind-boggling to see it yeah. I mean, it was really kind of it shook me i have to say <laughs> there were some stuff in it i didn't remember and uh a lot of it was um i have something right here, here, here <laughs> how many of you out there are into older women slayer. I was slayer. <laughs> you know i think between slayer and, and paul stanley for kiss. <laughs> i can't find the venom here's key on stage guys how many of you guys like to get laid <laughs> that's, that's paul stanley's first show I have a lot of stage panthers. I don't I have them. Okay, which did you enjoy uh, performing in more? Uh, Rites of Spring or Fugazi? Or can you compare the two? I guess you can't. You can't really compare the yeah. two. It's very different. Um, uh, I do. I, my feelings about Rites of Spring are more kind of like, I really wish that band had gotten its shit together to tour because I think I, the, that group of people, that four of us, was, there was something really uh, cool about those people as musicians. Good dynamic. As, as friends. I did, yeah, they're like my closest friends and... That band, for, is, you know, it's a little frustrating because I felt like we never really got to do what I think we could have done. And we, we reformed and we, we made this kind of much more experimental wild music right before Fugazi. And I thought that band was even better than Rights of Spring. Mm. And we never got to make a record. And that band, I think, was 
I mean, that when that broke up, I was really shook. Well, I was what was that band called? It was called Happy Go Lakey. Oh, yeah, and yeah, we put out a live uh, assortment of live tapes, but it really wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a proper record. But um, but Fugazi, I mean, you know, the whole thing was just like it just was like it was just a whole different animal with a much longer history. Like you know, we were together like twenty years, and so there's all these, you know, it has so many different aspects to it. But by the time I always felt like at a certain point we reached a point where we could really. We knew each other so well, and the confidence was so high that I yeah. could go out on stage, and I knew that we could, we could, we could do something. You know, no, and it, was, it, it, was, does, it doesn't like automatic's the wrong word, but with the the energy of it and how like you know how you guys played together and everything, you just go out there and, and just like you know you felt like you could nail it every single night. Yeah, and, and you know, every sometimes... show would be like it was never a drag, like or a grind or something. Never a grind. Right. No, yeah. I mean sometimes you know the cool thing about not using the set list is like you know sometimes you actually do make bad choices and you suddenly <laughs> and you learn on. Well, if you, you don't know, have like, a set wow, list, that doesn't really work. You know, but, you know, the great like, thing is you don't have to play any song. That's true. <laughs> just go out there. <laughs> thank you. Good night. <laughs> Fugazi tactically never ended though. You guys just kind of stopped, right? It's yeah. We did. We just kind of stopped. Just stopped. Right. We hit a we hit a period where a bunch of. Uh, bad shit happened. You know, it's one of those things when you get to be like almost 40 years old, 40, and your parents are older and a bunch of... So we just hit this kind of patch of like some pretty rough stuff happened and it kind of knocked the band off the tracks and then we never were able to get the band back on a track. A bunch of things happen point. all at once. That's when it hits. It's not like one thing happens. Right? It's no. like it, like, it piles on. and you know. But it, I've, I really feel like there was a randomness to what happened to the group. Like, I don't actually think... There was no like... I'm not able to look back on it and say like, well, that makes a lot of sense because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You to felt me, they're like missing puzzle pieces there. <laughs> yeah, I just it's one of those things where it was a confluence of factors that were a little bit out of our control, and then all of a sudden mm. the band didn't happen. And then what happened is like when you're doing a group like that, when you're that focused on something, you're building a, a kind of a dam against a lot of other stuff in your life. So the minute you let that that wall down a little bit, like the wall that was like Fugazi, where we all were like, this is the number one priority in our lives. This is what we do. We let that wall come down a little bit, and then the water came in, and it was suddenly like all this other stuff, plus a lot of opportunities that I had to turn down in the past and the other guys had to turn down, suddenly we were able to do. So it was like, for me, the next thing that I did after Fugazi that felt to me like kind of, like I played with this guy Vic Chesnut. I don't know if you're sure. familiar yeah. with him, and I did two records with him, and I did a bunch of touring with him. That's like the last like real band that I was in. And then he he died yeah. right after our last tour together, like within a month of our last show playing together. And that was also like really super hard for me to handle because it was that was the first time I'd felt like I'd found a group of people to play with and a musician in Vic that I thought was a, a genius songwriter and a genius human being. And How many years went by but between the end of Fugazi and when he started playing with him? I started. I can't remember when I started playing with Vic. It was so, like he died ten years ago. So, um, and I'd been, but there was a a, a, a years long layoff in there somewhere. Yeah, I, I, there was a lot of time where I was mostly produ- I was producing bands like Blonde Redhead and The Gossip yeah. and just working a lot, a lot in the studio. And then, uh, but playing with Vic was the first time I'd gone back out on the road for like substantial touring and finding a group of musicians to play with a lot of people from Montreal who I met. And it was really, uh, felt good to be back on the road. I mean, if anyone out there doesn't know about this, like you can go to like YouTube and look up Vic Chesnut, everything I say, which which was filmed at this house in Saskatoon. And it was like video of that final band, right? Kind of before he died. And it'll give you Mm -hmm. an idea of what the group was doing. It was very powerful in my opinion. And Vic, 
I can't say enough about what I learned from being around him. It was the first time I'd been in a band where I was playing like really just as a guitar player supporting someone else's songs, and I could have done that for the rest of my life. Isn't that kind of like wow, happily. so like freeing in a way? Like it's like I always wanted to be like a backup singer in like a, a band or something. I mean, not, you know what I'm saying? Like the pressure is off. You don't have to write songs. Just go in like I didn't. Know, I didn't look yourself. at it that way. I didn't yeah. look at it that way. It wasn't like a pressure's off thing. It was more like I'm in the company of. The one of the funniest, smartest people I've ever been with, and I'm working with musicians who are pushing. The thing about bands that I think is interesting, I think it's a lot. I think of it a lot in terms of like sports. It's like, what do you, what you bring to a band is is and what's brought out of you when you're in a band is so dependent on the people who you're playing with. Like when I was in Righteous Springs, certain things were pulled out of me. When I was playing with Fugazi, certain things were pulled out of me. When I played with Vic and those people. I was playing guitar in a whole different way. I never used any pedals or any of that shit when I was in Fugazi, but then with Vic, I was using all this different stuff and learning yeah. new ways to play. And like, I learned a tremendous amount about how songs are written and created by someone who I think was like, you know, just, yeah, just top shelf uh, songwriting. I'm sorry, so it's man. like, it's a, it's a thing that's, uh, so yeah, I think it's interesting. I, to bring a sports parallel into this, like, mm -hmm. let's talk about the Detroit Pistons. When, like, <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> I like where this is going. You're defunct basketball teams all night, and the Bulls. Are... <laughs> the Pistons not a thing anymore? Well, there's, I think <laughs> they're still they're the still NBA a team. They exist, yeah. <laughs> but there was a team, the Detroit Pistons, who had all these people that the Washington team had rejected, right. and they won a championship with basically castoffs from my team. So yeah. it was basically like watching my team win. With this group. <laughs> oh, but they man, had no, rough. they had no stars. But right. they had this like confluence of personalities and Dumars. skills and models. Like you know, you got Dumars. Rashid Wallace and Ben Wallace mm -hmm. and yeah. Rip Hamilton. All these people, and it just clicked together to oh, make this team that no that one could beat. It was a tough team. Man. It was a tough team. And bands are like that. It's like it's weird. You something clicks together, and you have this. I I often work with people or talk about bands, and I'm always like respect the idea of the group and it's really hard for people in bands to respect each other i don't know why it's like this weird thing where you, people just don't always respect what the other person is contributing right there's like weird blinders about it but the magic that happens in groups is the one thing in the whole cult of rock and roll that i still fully subscribe to that the idea that people intermesh in a way that is like it's inexplicably chemically bizarre and amazing yeah and i totally love it it's, it's like, almost a romantic relationship uh, yeah yeah that's it i'm sorry pat i was at a, uh, I was at a hockey game i'm in a band with pat we hate each other <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. not true we both have blinders on <laughs> i was at a hockey game one night and i excellent guitar uh one of the uh other one of the players had scored a hat trick in the prior game and then i saw one of the other players go up and just the way he went to the goal right, this right. is the, the following game I just, I just, I was like, he's going to score a hat trick tonight, right? and he didn't score. He didn't score. But he, just the way he stormed the net, I said, he's going to score a hat trick tonight. And there was, there was a couple sitting next to me, and and he scored a hat trick. And he goes, he goes, how the fuck did you know that? And I said, I'm in a band. <laughs> no set list at the hockey yeah. game. Yeah, right. I, I would be remiss if I didn't. Uh, can I ask you a couple questions that people submitted like three questions to me? But... Uh, no. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> moving Smiley. on. I'd rather not. <clears throat> this question's from Steve Albini, and this is real. Oh shit! He asked me to ask you about, and he, but I, I didn't talk to him because you were coming on. It was random. He goes, you have to ask him about chasing, being chased around a campfire by a kangaroo. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that happened. And. <laughs> I, I really want to name a band Kangaroo Campfire. <laughs> did he mention that I was naked? He did. He did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? 
Can we get the story, please? I, th- yes. I thought I would let you tell the nude nude part. Of it. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know. Um, I mean, that's basically the story, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that is the story. <laughs> but I mean, as a child, I grew up like most people, loving the animals of Australia. I right. just was fully like, "This is incredible." The platypus, I just was so. I thought this was in Jersey. <laughs> I mean, I, when I was a kid in elementary school, I wrote a paper on the platypus, and then yeah. when I was in college, I took geology. I recycled that paper again. <laughs> I, I got an A again, and I got an A again because it was it's so good. Very rare to see a platypus. You know, you must yes. have and they have a and they're smaller than you think, and they have a poisonous spur. Mm. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. So this was like a, a Benny Hill situation where you're running around a campfire naked with a kangaroo? We, we were camping out. We did a bunch of shows, actually, with Schlack. I can't remember if they were on this tour or not, but we were doing this thing where the, the promoter took us to this beautiful coastal beach, and we camped for the night, and we were, like, you know, making these sandwiches over the fire and swimming in the water. It was just, like, really wow. idyllic. And then at some time, like, we were sitting around the fire, this these kangaroos started bouncing down the hill towards us <laughs> and you're not supposed to feed the animals but I had this big hunk of bread and this really big they kangaroo they were in Doc Martens and shaved heads and s'mores yeah. <laughs> so I started feeding this kangaroo <laughs> and he started like moving his head like this at me just kind of bobbing back Uh-oh. and forth mm-hmm. and that's I was how it like, starts and then I was you know I, I was like yo I don't have any more bread man and then his head started kind of like oh, really oh. picking up some pace <laughs> so I was like fist fighting it's like this doesn't feel good so I, I'd been you know I was like I think I was just wearing a towel or something. I kind of like, I'm going to step away from him a little bit. So yeah, I started sure. walking, and he he just that just makes him he mad. jumped at me. Yeah, wow. and he, you know, they have to, they they have these like weak forearms, but he just sprung at me and he just punched me in the back so fucking hard. <laughs> and Feed me. Like, they're like human punchers. They can, they like can a gut man. you. They can gut you. Yeah, yeah, that's a strong mother. Yeah, hey, have you seen those videos on uh, YouTube? Or, like people like fist yeah, fighting with those damn things. No, but I'd like to. Well, they're up there. <laughs> Yeah, these are like these jacked kangaroos are all yeah. working. Out. So anyway, don't interrupt the story. Yeah. The, the towel falls off. <laughs> so we all started running, and the kangaroo just started wrecking our tents. He's like going around, just like wrecking our campsite, and we're throwing rocks at him, and we're trying to chase him off. And then uh, you throw rocks at a kangaroo. But this is a kangaroo yeah, that's ski from Fugazi, by the way, animal fire. abuser on <laughs> live from the Barrage Radio. Nope. He says he's a vegan, but I, he throws rocks at him. I have one question. What was Steve Albini doing this whole time? He wasn't there. He wasn't there. He was dressed in a kangaroo costume. Yeah, well, we so wait, wait, you're running around the campfire and, and the kangaroo's attacking you. How does this end? Well, it just ends with him wrecking our stuff, us throwing rocks at him. I mean, he was not scared of the fire. That's what I'm telling you. He wasn't normal. It yeah. wasn't a normal yeah, situation. Yeah. The, the one animal not scared yeah. of fire. Ian the kangaroo. A lot of people don't know that. Well, with all the fires in Australia now. Dee, what's the only was, marsupial in North America? I was telling my family, you can name it. I spent, I spent uh, two months in Australia. And what? animals just come out of nowhere. I learned something new about you every Cookaburro day. is like Cookaburro. laughing at you. Next thing you know, the koala's up in the tree. The bush baby comes down and takes your fruit. It's like surrounded by animals. What? And they're all burning. And spiders. Hey, hey Did do, you you have, exp- do you have the internet here? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, dude, we're live. Yeah. I, if, if I go on the internet, I can fear to the whole show. The whole show going on. <laughs> what should we look? Well, up? when you just Google Guy Pachotto koala bear, well, I'll do that right now. I'll do that right <laughs> now. There's, then, there's then, more Australian animal content, and you're about to—I mean, you're about to weep with joy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's googling it now. Australia's on fire. Yes, Mary. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Same for the news. You got a Google image, I guess. Wait, it brought me it was to a, a funny story. Site. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> According to the—oh, wait a minute. This right here. Do you got it? 
<laughs> Did you mean <laughs> the prosciutto? Oh, nice. <laughs> Look at that, guys. Oh, <laughs> come on. Can you explain this to the audience, John? Come on. That's, that's great. Mm, man. Listen, I don't know who's, who's cuter. Friend of the animals. Well, oh. The audience should Google that right you, now. Where, where You're were hugging you in Australia, a real Pete? koala bear in that picture, man. Where were, you, where were you in Australia? Where do you like best? Where do I like best? I like Melbourne. Melbourne's nice. Yeah, yeah Melbourne's my town. Now, I met this guy in Rome, <laughs> and I crashed at his hotel, and he lived in Myrtleford, Australia. And that's in between Melbourne and Sydney. Wait a second, Milford's in Inbet- huh. Okay. And I As went to visit him, and he's Italian, Amer- Italian, Australian. Okay. And his parents are like my parents, except they all have Australian accents, but they do and say the same thing. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so you ate well, but I everyone ate spaghetti salad. and meatballs, but they all had Australian <laughs> Italian accents. Did you grow up in an Italian uh, household, though, okay? Well, my dad is an Italian citizen, and I'm in the process right, right Did now. Was he born in Italy? My Italian citizenship. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going through. It's I've you got to say, dual citizenship. I'm trying to get it. Yeah. They're not making it easy. No, you have to take I mean, like they're not making classes, it easy. Right? Like, right, Mario. What's it? Didn't we talk about? You have the dual citizenship. No, but I'm no? prepped and ready to go for me and my family. We're gonna now that I'm retired. It's one of Would my. Would you projects. like to interview Guy in Sicilian? Do you think he'll understand what you're saying? My tutto questo cazzo, I'm in Italia. It's a Trump espazzo. Wow, that's good. Do you understand? Guys will be reunited next week. Nobody understands. But there's a couple cities in Italy where they're, they're selling houses for like a hundred bucks or a dollar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the but deal is like the stipulation is like if you buy the house and you rehabilitate it. Yeah. Innovate it and stuff. They want to bring that like sure a, a tourism, economic and, uh, yeah. stimulus. Yeah. But it, you said it's difficult to try to get that. Uh, I think I think the dollar thing is kind of like whatever. But I think most of the houses probably a, a, more than a dollar. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I, that's real. I think well, you you put some plumbing in there, pipe the <laughs> shit right out of your house. Well, these, some of these houses are three or four hundred years old. There, buddy. So Even better. Yeah, they're like yeah. castles. Jared. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say it's, it's, hard, it's hard to obtain that dual citizenship. Yeah, you got to find some deep documentation. My dad was uh, born in, on the border of Syria and Turkey. And right. so his birth records were destroyed in World War II. So I had to produce some kind of birth certificate from the city of Livorno to prove that he had citizenship when he was born. It was like did you have to fly there to do that? Extreme nightmare. No, I had to hire some people to help me get mm. some papers. We have the mail. But I got you know I had to get you know, birth certificates, marriage certificates, stuff for my yeah. you know my mother. Like it was. Do a, you intend on uh, living there at some point? I just want to be able to pass it on to my daughter. That's oh, the, cool, yeah. yeah. Oh, and you could do yeah. that. Yeah, and you know, if the EU survives, you know, in the next yeah. year, maybe hmm. she could have health insurance. So you it, know, yeah, that's right. Like, I mean, my college. gosh. Yeah. Where do we want to talk about politics? What do you, who you, who you like? Who do I like? <laughs> in, the, in the draft, What's Vegas. Say, I look forward <laughs> when you when, when Fugazi started. It was Reagan, and when you yeah. ended, it was uh, George W. Bush. So uh, I don't was know that we're in better shape. Ugh. It was yeah. Uh, thanks a lot. Eighty nine, right? Reagan. That's pretty fucking dark. Well, actually, well sorry, <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, dark. Sorry to bring it down. <laughs> wow. What, why would you even think of that? Those two guys are mild compared to what's happening. Wow. Well, we could talk about that all day, but I mean, you George W. Bush wasn't mild, man. That was not a mild. He's era. a war that criminal. Was, yeah, I mean, no, no. but but, but yeah, this is this is dark. I'm no. with you. Uber. I'm with you. Uber Bush. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, that show's it's, been, it's great, been an hour already. You John, want to sit yeah. here for another three hours? John, you think you think he would be down to play a little bit of crap? All I know, all I know is that uh, uh, you know, everyone should have health insurance. Yes, and it should be a and no one should have student debt. Yes, no one should have, right. no one should have health debt. I mean, this country is insane right yeah. now. So insane. I'm hundred percent with you. Yeah, priorities are all the whack. I like everyone's like, like, hey, uh, wait a second. 
I paid my student debt. Now this guy, like, what do you care? Mm. But I actually thought, I read, was reading the paper today about Elizabeth Warren reacting to that right. specific thing. And like, if you had that, like you couldn't, like she said, you couldn't have done social security if the guy before you, you know, was like, sure. I saved up. It's like, if you can't, people's resentment of other people getting something is so, yeah, it, to yeah. me, that's it's just, illogical. It's twisted. It's illogical. Yeah. 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 But you're not getting it back. Like, I didn't pay for college either, but I didn't go. Am I supposed to get my money back? Right. <laughs> 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 John's demanding I didn't even show up. I need, yeah. I, 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 you might oh, have a case. I, you might want to get a lawyer. You might have a case. It's, it's <laughs> funny you should say this, Don't John. worry about the Joneses. Don't worry about what happened before. Let people not be, you know, bankrupt and in debt for being sick or going to school. Yeah, fix what? the system going forward. It makes sense. It's yeah. funny you said this because I wrote this thing on the myth of oh, fear. Oh, boy. What do you have, a manifesto? A significant majority of Republican voters, 75%, say that white Americans are subject to discrimination. Most independents agree. Democrats are with 38%. We're on the air, but... Yeah. <laughs> Perceptions of discrimination against white Americans may also be driven by media portrayals rather than direct experience. Oh, God. What you feel... There's more about discrimination against white Americans than there is towards black Americans. Do not say to themselves that face discrimination. Only 19% say they have actively faced discrimination, but upwards of 75% feel there is discrimination. So there's a disconnect about what's really happening sure. and what people are people are afraid. Thank you. What are you afraid? You're, you're afraid somebody else is going to have their student debt canceled. I mean, I it's ridiculous. A guilt. Way to think. There's a guilt. Are you saying that because well, I, I got what I am as a white American, right. I, I am, mm. I'm not entitled to it because I got it because I'm white, and there's that guilt plays into oh, it. No. And then there's oh, I'm that not really following you because you're kind of mismatched up here. But uh, <laughs> it's true. These people in Virginia who show up with it's their like guns. It's like being mad at someone who paid for their cancer treatment and you, now you don't have to pay. You know what are you talking about? Gee, take it away with an excerpt from your third grade Gee. platypus report. Sure, with the platy platypus report. I'm hitting me, Tommy. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, Mario, and I probably agree with. That. I'll read it later. It's true. <laughs> Gee, do you think uh, so DC is going to get statehood? The, I want to. Wait, wait, I want to go back to the. Yes. What's the marsupial of the United States? <laughs> the possum. Hey. Oh, the possum. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It's the only one in North America. I believe. Yeah. I believe. Yes. But DC. But I lie all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The possum. Yeah. 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 Bloomberg came out uh, like a week ago and said he's in favor of it. Uh, DC statehood. I mean, they've, I've, they've been talking about it forever. <laughs> well, they have the uh, fact that they didn't push that through during Obama was a disgrace because that was the one chance that they had to do mm -hmm. it, and it's been it was an absolute ridiculous situation that they didn't push it through. Yeah, it's oh, insane. Yeah. So you have the uh, they, they even got it on the license plates down there. Man. Yeah, Just, you know, taxation, taxation without, without representation. Yo, don't you hate it when we drop the ball? I do hate it. I hate it. So, Kate, I want to ask you a question. Um, yes. <laughs> That's kind of the point of the show. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I, fire I, away. I sincerely don't want to ask about uh, Fugazi reuniting, but I do want to ask this. Mm. Do you um, perceive and understand the general consensus of the fan base of Fugazi that would appreciate to see you guys play and what That's, are your what are your thoughts on that like how how do you <laughs> sounds like you're asking I don't, I don't think I perceive that actually you, you don't no do you guys ever talk about it no right everybody here I, they all want to see you play I mean but you know there's plenty of people Ow. who are like can you re there's, reunite there's, Fugazi right now tonight people no. who like would be disappointed I think if we got back together but yeah. I mean that's the, whether people would be disappointed or whether people would be stoked if we played has no bearing on whether Why or not you we would do play it or not. Right, I mean right, right. It's, but I will say there's plenty of people who are like oh, I think it ended at the right time you know right. they're like yeah. what if I like, offered you a thousand dollars a thousand dollars 
<laughs> well, well, I mean, they just announced the, uh, the Coachella. Give me a thousand dollars. I'll reunite these motherfuckers. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, every year. Thousand dollars, <laughs> huh? I mean, we never, we don't really. Andrew Yang's going to reunite Fugazi. <laughs> Everyone gets a thousand dollars and a new Fugazi. And a new My Fugazi platform record. is. Right, you have to give up your, uh, your social service. <laughs> I have read a couple times that, you know, when the four of you are in D.C., occasionally you have played music over the last couple of years. Yes. Uh, but what what is that like? Is that just it's, jamming, like it's... fooling around playing? Or is, is there like material where you're like, oh, let's come Smoke back to Smoke on that the water. And, and write something. It's it just like it's like it's like what you would imagine it would be like. It's like we get together and we we play. We play yeah. music. We write shit. We 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 hang. But we mainly hang out. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. at this point for the four of us to actually get a chance to hang out. Brendan is in two bands. Joe is in a band. And they're all in bands together down yeah. there. Those guys in different formations, and they're all doing side things as well. It's like when it lines up for the four of us to be together. It's really, it's really special. It's like amazing yeah. hangout. We go. I mean, I weep with laughter. We just hang out. <laughs> we, we jam. We do stuff. It's like we're we're friends, you know. Yeah. But That's... we. But the thing is, we respect the group as a concept. Sure. To a very very high degree. So yeah. the idea of like, I think we've always said like, if we were gonna get together and do it, we want to do it in a way that like it would be respectful of what we've done and, sure. and the way that we work together. And it's like, I still feel like the band breaking up was this random weird event but it happened you know right. we, didn't, we didn't actually break up but we did the, the, the yeah, stuff yeah. got weird whatever happened yeah. but so you know it's just one of those weird things it's like i remember i used to think about like when the beatles broke up and then there was always these kind of like you know actually what Paul and john were hanging out and then it almost this almost happened and that almost <laughs> right, happened and right. i'd always be like what the fuck I like what, yeah. why don't yeah, they yeah, just yeah. do this thing that's it's so stupid right. yeah, yeah. So I people it. don't know it's the beatles were a band for like six months mm -hmm. <laughs> But it was great to see the young rascals. But, a few but when, years ago. I feel like, uh, <laughs> like if you if you guys got back together or something, you would you would be like doing something new or, or like wouldn't like, there's no chance of like. But I don't taking know, a victory I mean, lap like, for you guys. What like, would it be, that, right? Yeah, well, I don't have a see the whole I the the vernacular, like a cover band. The vernacular of the victory lap doesn't bother me. Right. It's like you know my wife's band is playing now. Yeah, that's, it's tremendous. Oh, yeah, yeah. people's response them, is massive. Yeah, but it's not the response. The the it's. It's not the response. It's what the it's the How signal that they're putting out is fucking angry as hell. Right. It's yeah. cathartic as hell, and it's necessary right now. So it's mm. like I go see them. I don't have any weird, complicated feelings about it. I'm like, yeah. this is not a victory lap. They're bringing this because they have something to say and they're enraged. And yeah. I mean, if we were to play again, I don't feel. I feel like we would tap into that too. Well, that's what I want to say. So if, they, yeah, but if you could see them do that, it's really don't no you point. Feel that but it's, it's the differences are are. Hard to explain because it's it's not it's not um it's not just like a rational scientific exercise like well let's why not you just like people are always like why don't you just play a show and generate you know ten million dollars yeah. for yeah. this charity, cause yeah, or that yeah, cause yeah, or like yeah. have you heard of the band <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but it's just the the right now everybody is working on stuff gotcha. that they yeah. take incredibly seriously and that they're putting a hundred percent of their heart into all of us have kids. Uh, there's like uh, there's a, all these dimensions. So th everything that, would have to line up is basically for that to ever happen. It's just a Rubik's cube of, of 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 practical stuff, but beyond that, it would have to do with a million other things. My personal feeling is I don't see it probably happening, mm -hmm. but I don't. I would never say it will never happen, but I also don't think it's necessary that yeah. it happens. And right. I think people mm -hmm. who think that there's some horrible. There's there's no there's no tragedy like there. there. Yeah, there's no tragedy there because amazing stuff is able to happen 
because that's not happening. So it's like I'm always kind of like in the moment. And I think all those guys, I mean, I will say one thing. Ian is the most in the moment human being I've ever met in my life. And I feel like we are very much, we work on the thing that is in front of us on the day. Both of us have always been like that. We put all our energy into it, all our focus into it. And as a result, we're working on stuff. You know, it's like I don't wake up in the morning wondering what I'm going to do. I have I just have shitloads yeah. to do and I'm yeah, fucking same. working on it. And so for people it's that like, missed out, like there's so much shopping. documented. There's, you know, obviously besides the documentary with Jem, there's 800 plus shows that are available for people that that didn't, you know, I mean, because the last time yeah, they played I a show, there's people that were born then that would be like 17 that totally missed their window to see it. But there's well, sorry, listen, so the, much there music. There's so many Shane bands that, that so the, 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 the uh, and, and I'm like, you know, apart from what you said, uh, I'm like, you know, generally pro re- reunion because I never got to see uh, Archers of Love. I never got to see Suicide. Ramones. Right? But I saw them. Then it's skinny after, and so that that's like meaningful to me that I got to actually go and I you know after I missed it the first time around. Yeah, like the replacements, you ever see them, John? Before they uh, they broke up? No, right? I never. No, oh. I never saw them. Yeah. You saw the reunion, but uh, yeah. So you know, I would uh, man, I can't. Believe, why didn't I go to bikini? Two thousand thirty-two <laughs> on Broadway. You, get, you got it. We're still around. Two thousand thirty-two. An idiot. Still John, work? bikini kills coming back this summer. I'll take you. Do you, do you have like? A, do you get to go to a Thanksgiving with that rock or anything? Is he cool to hang with? In my mind, like everyone just hangs he's, out together. He's a very, very. Nice person. He's a sweet yeah. man, and he's a very nice person. We've actually had him do a station ID for us. That was very kind. Yeah. He, no, dude, that guy's always been the nicest guy. Man. I'll he challenge him to a rap battle. Everyone's heart's in the right place. Amen. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to. I mean, I, I feel weird now. I hope I didn't disrespect the question. I'm just trying to. I'm just being. No, I, I actually no. want to yes. hear your earnest opinion. And like, yeah. I really want what I really want. I was like, how do you feel about no, it? No, like, that was you're, great. You're indifferent of it. Yeah. 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 No, I haven't heard the show before. We just reflect Tommy every week. <laughs> Tom, Tommy asks a question, uh, misunderstands it, and then asks it again. So that's how it, works. How, how it goes. I did want to but, say, guys, that we should keep moving and we should go to a break soon. So, did you guys want to wrap up with some more questions with uh, Key? Uh, yeah, like, like two more hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I you know yeah. I don't have the list. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's go out on top. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, uh, I can't thank you enough for being here, man. Pleasure. Is there any, this is I'm I'm gonna ask a member of Fugazi. You have anything to plug? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna go over. I have nothing to plug. There's nothing to plug. I I can't thank you enough for coming in. Involvement. It's surreal. I, 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 you know. Except involvement. Come, so and this is the big fucking year to get yeah. involved. Yes. So I would say like yeah. get get involved. Do you have a, can you can you explain to Mario uh <laughs> I wanna see that list again. That, I tell you, you guys, I don't know what you're doing with me. What here. did he give Neil in the seventy eight? I'd like for Guy to pick out his favorite on that Why list. Why don't you just yeah. do crap not crap with Mario's list? Mario's right? list yeah. <laughs> all right, so well, Guy, I'll set this up pretty good. So what did you think of the Clash? Uh, you, you, I saw the Clash. Yeah, I saw them in 1979. Yeah, I think you did too was, in 79, right, Mayor? It was great. Great. It Joe Strummer had fun. What's the band that uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins was the opener? Wow, wow. that's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's a bill. Where was that? That was at uh, Ritchie Coliseum, University of Maryland. Good God. And I came out of that show, and I got in my dad's car, and I said, I'm going to be in a band. And my dad started laughing. He's like, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be laughing when you drop me off when I'm 12 next week at the club. (laughs) He's like, not until you mow the fucking lawn. Back then, you never had any trouble getting into those clubs. You know, like 12 or 13. Well, Well, Richie Coliseum was a big room. I mean, that was just a normal rock concert. But the... 
DC was actually tough for a little while, but that's what yeah. you know. That's oh, yeah, why they had the X yeah. on the hand. So I it's like we got. You miss playing shows. I gave him a B plus in '79. Who's that? The Clash. That's Neil. At the Palladium, second balcony. That was the shot where they did the London Calling shot. The picture for London Calling. '79. What what years London Calling came out? We played Palladium. That was later on. Same stage. So this is pre London Calling. Yeah, that's when they took the photograph for the cover. What the Elvis smashing the guitar. That guitar. What was I just reading about that guitar? For a while, there's a lot of. Is B plus good? Are you a tough grader? <laughs> he gave the Ramones a D. No, <laughs> at the no. first time. At no, first, yeah. no. He, the yeah. first time they were no. alien. They were, they were it was aliens. inconceivable. Yes, it's inconceivable. And it was alien. You were confused. Yes. It wasn't these guys, these heavy metal bands that we were watching. It was this you know, crazy. Can I tell you my Ramones story? <laughs> yes, yes. Go for right. it. I went to what was called the premiere of the rock and roll. Uh, high school movie. Okay. I guess they wow. did premieres yeah. in every city. In the, so they did this premiere in Ontario. I was 13 years old. Great actor. So wow. They, they come out, the movie starts, and I ran in front of the screen and started dancing. And everyone's sitting wow. in the seat looking at me like, what the fuck? But I was so excited. And then halfway through the movie, I went out into the lobby where the Ramones were hanging out. Oh, shit. And they like signed my code and they wow. gave me a, they signed my first album, Canada. all this stuff. And all I could think of to say was like, you know, where do you, where do you guys buy your leather jackets? <laughs> leather. Trash and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I just I was like I was I thought they were the coolest people. I remember watching that movie when I was a kid, and they were there were some lines in there that like they just slurred through, and you could tell like the director was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, it. keep like, it. Like, <laughs> he's like, hey, you, me, Mr. McGloob. We're gonna be like, that so, doesn't even make sense. We'll just leave it in. It's over. So serious question. Did and that was I had that soundtrack. So dig in. <laughs> it's a weird soundtrack with like ten Ramon songs and like three like fifties. Paley uh, Brothers and yeah. all those people. Yeah. Did <laughs> the Ramones and Fugazi ever play together? No. No, no, really? No, but you know, Joey Joey actually knew the band, wow. which sure. was cool. So yeah. Yeah, it was cool to meet them. What did yeah. he say about it? Uh, you heard like secondhand? He said, no, no, we went and actually saw them late when they had CJ in the band. It was Towards like the, the later yeah. lineup and we just got to hang out with them. Well, Mario's got the dead we had, boys. Uh, they were I don't the, mean, we I had really, CJ on the were show. Were you at the final show? Like ninety, whatever that that last Fugazi, the last. He was at the show. final Fugazi no. show. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> that one that was like t- televised or video. But they were, I mean, you know, you watch that like a lot, you know, the Alive record or whatever, and you yeah, watch yeah. that footage that they showed. I mean, that's the template for like a band that. I mean, that that show is like that is that that's a work of art. I mean, it's twice as fast. It's freaking the, the pacing of it is oh. just relentless. I'm a Tommy guy. Like his drumming. Yeah, I, me too. Oh yeah. man. Cool. Incredible. I'm um, obviously that they're. Uh, we had we had, we had Richie on the show. We had CJ. On the yeah, we had show. both yeah, on the show. I mean, I'm actually I'm actually a Marky guy too. I'm actually all of them. I'm, I can't. Yeah, I don't get I'm, the Marky hate. I'm in the, yeah. listen. Marky was you know he he but is like about the way a staple. Tommy, it's a symbol that yeah. it's just the way it sounds is like ah, oh, it's killer. I like that he just quit and stuck around anyway. Like it's so weird. Like, it's like you know I'm just kind of tired of playing drums. I think I'll produce the album. Is there anything on that list that really sticks out to you, there, Let's Key? Take a look. God, that, this is a work of art. You put the Ramones <laughs> in your top three bands of all time? Thanks, Pat. I don't know if I would have a list like that, but man, they're definitely up there, man. Oh my man. God, this is amazing. See, Dead Boys, Dead Kennedys. You saw Tull way more than I would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting, like, that was your band, though. Like, you, like, for some, sometimes you like I, laser focus. Like this is my favorite band for some weird reason. Like nobody else likes Tull. I, I always went back to Tull. I saw Laser Tull. Ian Anderson got Cream Musician of the Year. He shot me with a flute. Well, so what happened was the Clash. I came back Thank in '81. They played at Bonds. They played four nights at Bonds. Bond Street Cafe. And I have uh, 
The Clash, the first night they played, and they got who got booed off the stage was uh, I wrote Funk. It was actually who's the rap band, the, the Sugar Hill Gang, Sugar played Gang. with them that right. night, and they got booed off stage. Really? And then I got a fight in with Elaine. Elaine won, not my wife, and it was overcrowded. <laughs> then I went to. I went up the block to Peppermint Lounge, and Steel Pulse was playing. And this Bill, is some night. And Bill Wyman from the Stones was accompanying them. Wow. Then I, the next time I saw the Clash, the next time with the Slits. Then I saw him with the Bush Tetras. And then I went to see the Gang of Four. And then I went to see 999 and Wayne County. How do you remember all this stuff? When we play poker, you can't remember the two cards. I don't remember. I'm reading it. <laughs> just to look at them ten times. Whoa. You it have, was you good have, you times. You've got Cheap Trick here, 1979. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. then you have in parentheses, too much noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rock and roll yeah. is too loud. I never really loved Cheap Trick. Now I'll go see them. I want to yeah. see them again. Well, yeah, those, uh, I kind of get that. Like, uh, you know, I didn't really get Cheap Trick. Like, when we were... It's like they, it's kind of cheesy. You give some props to BPC. I do. Kate, Kate is a friend of mine. She uh, she was yeah. partners with Tim Rollins, the artist, and yeah. uh, I worked with Tim growing up. So I mean, '79, they were killing it. That yeah, band, oh. they were one, machine. Of, one of Pat's favorite bands, actually. Yeah, that is that's a good B52s era right there. Oh, you saw the jam. What do you got? A lot of stuff in here, Iggy. This is beautiful, man. Good this is time. Nice. <laughs> 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 it's amazing. That comes a lot. If, if, uh, if, coming from you, no, guys. If, thank you. If nothing else. <laughs> You got to see the Mario list. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day. What should we do? Uh, you producing the show here? This yeah, we should the cut show. the break. All right, right, let's go to a break, Thanks and so uh, we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Just keep it true. Pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, friends. Thanks for having us. Hoo-ha. So, uh, Guy, uh, when's... Uh, <laughs> 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 what are you plugging? So what, what I'm in a fog. Question list. <laughs> 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 so, uh, some dude, some dude wants to know why suggestion stops uh, abruptly. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> I'm serious. Glue man needed to be heard instantly. That's right. Thanks, Guy. I really yeah, appreciate it, man. I don't have any music to set up. and uh, Pete's got it. Uh, we'll be back after these words. Adam. Live from the garage here on radio. Nobody wants to say to me. It's okay. Thank you, Adam. Too, Thank you, Adam. Thank
which was Damage 
It's the compression show, everybody. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wow. I don't hear anything. Do you? I do. You do? Yeah. I don't hear anything. Who messed with my, uh... You hear me? Nope. I don't hear myself. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. headphones right in your head, John. Hello, hello. I, hello, I got another... There's no power on this. John, oh, you're off Plug that back in. <laughs> Why is there no power? Oh, that should be in there. There we go. Hello? Let's see the light on. I hear nothing. Okay, try again. You guys hear me? The goggles do nothing. Johnny, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you perfectly. Right. I can hear you. I can hear you. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. I got nothing. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. The problem was, I only have one channel and I had it on one ear. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get it soon. Thank you, everybody. Uh, live from the broadcast here on Radio Now. It's fucking network. Yo. What a <laughs> great interview, John. Uh, that Ooh. was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, keep a shut off of guys. Yeah, yeah holy hand, shit. Johnny. I've run out of vodka. Where'd you get vodka? From in my house? Bag. In my a little U-Art squeeze bag. I like that Guy uh, loved... brought a, sk- a, a, bag a plastic bag of vodka? I love that Guy loved Mario's list the most. That was Are really you sure cool. Fugazi didn't drink all that? Before? They were they what? were very <laughs> sober. <laughs> what? I don't... Sober. You know, I don't even yeah. want to know... What did he give Neil in The details of your life. Like... <laughs> Did it come in the bag? Is the bag filled with like mold and you filled no. it? I don't know. <laughs> he's, drink, he's drinking vodka out of like an the emergency packet. A, a he's like one of those Capri Suns. He's a soccer player. <laughs> an MR, a meal ready. Comes out like a thick ooze. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. I don't know what. This guy's hors d'oeuvre plate. Looks what like I'm trying to say alive. is that I'm out of alcohol. Give me a hand here. Oh. Well, you, you help yourself? Somewhere? I love that Guy loved Mario's list. That was really cool. I hid the vodka inside. Most of the guys you interview are tempted. like my age. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what I like. Them. You know, I'm surprised. You know, Guy's 44, uh, 54. Yeah. He I, went to shows early. He went to shows when he was I thought he went to school with Patrick Ewing. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I, listen, that guy couldn't have been nice to the, the show and uh, answer every question. Real easy to talk to. Class, I mean, act. class act. all yeah, the way. Yeah, Across yeah. the board, yeah. class act. Cool yeah. guy, man. Cool You know, I was so nervous. And that was one of my questions too. I was going to ask him, like, "Am I nervous? You, am I nervous, <laughs> Paul? Am I nervous?" Yeah. What's his last name? Pichotto. Nice. You sure. Yeah. Yes. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent. Pichotto. Listen, Fugazi's supposed Getting to be corrected. Fugazi. Pichotto's supposed to be Picciotto. Ian McKenzie and McKay. I have no idea what's happening. It's funny. I mentioned it to my dad. I'm like, "Oh, I'm interviewing oh, yeah. the guy from Fugazi," and he's <laughs> like, you, you did that? "This must have been a long DMV." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, Fugazi. Yeah. Tell me my dad more. goes, "Are you sure 30, it's not thirteen my, songs?" Seminal. My dad goes, "Are you sure it's not Fugazi?" And I'm like, saw, "Why would he free. say that?" I needle on the kill taker. I thought. On the kill taker. Repeat. Is the superior. <laughs> they peaked. I am the kill taker. <laughs> I take the key. My dad is forever Dracula. Here comes the argument. <laughs> so, uh, John. John. I like sweet and low. I love it's mellow. He does, actually. That's his favorite. It's a long line. There are two drummer, period. I like it. Mm. Your, your, your dad's like came over here on a, a fucking uh, brigantine <laughs> from goddamn Czechoslovakia. <laughs> some shit. And you're like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm interviewing, interviewing Fugazi on a podcast next week. He's like 90 years old. He's going to kick me back. <laughs> like so the old I have no son. Fugazi. He's like, I have one thumb. Tommy, it's yeah. Fugazi. Very nice, Tommy. Tell me more. Very 
it puts in the earplugs. <laughs> Wake me up when I have a license. <laughs> Can I drive now? Let me tell you about some other things going on in my life, Dad. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. You just in one ear and out the other. Did I ever tell you about the time we interviewed uh, Mike Edison, <laughs> author of Sympathy for the Drum? Mike Edison is magazine. an interesting character. I've been following him on the social media. Yes. Yeah, he Probably off the radio. He left his whiskey. He likes wrestling. Hey, you guys know what it's time for. <laughs> wait, 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 Tommy. What's he that? likes before, wrestling. Before you start that yeah. important part of this show, Johnny, I got an interesting <laughs> call from the Mets the other day. Oh, did you? Oh, I got yeah. emailed from them. See, so, you know, when you, you get phone calls from When them? you get a season ticket, you're allowed to get your name on the dugout. Remember, I, I just got year? that email today. Right. Really? So they sent me an email. What did you know, write? You tried, like, things said, until they rejected no. all caps. So they, I, they sent me the email. <laughs> Damn it, I should have done that. Last year, I just had my name. But this year, they I said, I wrote, do you you'll wanna... do it when you get up. That's <laughs> close, man. They, they asked me, do you want to make a change? And I changed it. Like the trophy for best so bodyguards. I get a call. They're like, desk. Mario, <laughs> you made a change on your name on the dugout. You sp- and uh, what does L- L- Bradley R. LFTB mean? Oh, you you had to say live in the barrage? So wait a second. Are you telling me on the home and visitors dugout at City Field, live in the barrage is going to be printed on there this season? It's going to say Mario, parentheses, LFTB. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? But I wrote now, my name like an idiot. But now he explained to me it was that they, they don't accept these well, things because it could be advertisement well, for, it's, a, it's for a radio says, show. It's, uh, you know, I said, up it's just to a the, podcast. Tell it's, it no, friends. tell them it's your well, daughter's initials. You, it's my last name. I'm from uh, Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo <laughs> Fugazi. Frendrico. <laughs> Tomasino. <laughs> it's a little late. A little late. Well, we'll Let's forget the blood. We'll see. All of the names. You know, this weekend, this weekend is the My fan victim. fest at City Field. All the names of Tommy's victims are on there. <laughs> Tommy's dad's victims. Are it's already begun, Johnny. 100,000 souls. I wish you luck with that, Mario. Well, well, so what did they write back to you? You can't do it? Well, I don't know. I'll see what happens. But this weekend is the Because I wrote Mario fest. smells like shit. It went right through. <laughs> I bought two tickets place. to fan <laughs> fest. No I was going to take my son. <laughs> I said, oh, let's put him on StubHub as a lark. A lark. And they sold for 100 and. Put At eighty dollars, I got opening Whoa. day. Wait, everyone's like, we, we, we really miss you, Pat. Pat's like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the feeling's not mutual. Now I got to tell my son we can't go to Fan Fest because you sold the tickets. Fan the tickets fest. sold. Fan I didn't fan. believe they would sell. I bought them for twenty dollars. I got one hundred and eighty. Who'd you sell them to? An actual fan? <laughs> Some guy, Liam. Uh, what? Liam. In Hotmail, I had to what happened? Uh, the, a jerk off fest was sold out. Oh, I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, I didn't you. know it would be so popular. That's a, that's ninety percent of what I paid. When is it? So it's Saturday. And you just go around the stadium, like. The- oh, they're gonna have meet and greet with Carlos oh, Beltran, except now. Yeah, Mr. Met's gonna come He's out. He's no longer there. <laughs> jerk you off. Did you get the holiday picture with Mr. Met? Holiday picture? I sent it out. Did you get it? I took a I picture. To do that. With Mr. Matt, but I didn't come out to the picture. I sent you one, Johnny. I sent you one. I don't photograph. They cropped me. Does, it, did, does your dad's driver's license just a blank thing? Because he can't take a picture. <laughs> 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 it doesn't register a bill. Yeah, they kept trying. It wouldn't come out. Silver plate. <laughs> That's him. All right, you're free to go, sir. Thank you. You give him a silver bullet. That's a wolf man or something. Wolf man. Versus Frankenstein. That's right. I, I've, I tried to throw water on your dad. Nothing happened. Wait, it's my Mark 8. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong again, Hulahan. <laughs> I find water is first fine. My grand marquis. <laughs> uh, uh, Keep uh, Petrono. Uh, you know, I threw water on him. It's sparkling water. 
Sparkling. I'm taking it home. Stop pointing to the news and pointing to me. <laughs> Let's go while we're That's young. Point. Oh, oh. Pointing is not producing. I tell you, I was sharing the mic with you, Tommy. Yep. And when Gee was on. Tommy kept pinching me under the fucking yeah, bar. Like, yeah, he's a big like up. poke. I'm glad. That's why I'm glad he's back there. I don't like people. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to you. So you can marry to be quiet, so we can answer the question. Wait, Wait a minute. Thing. I was right on. You should have poked him. Yeah, now it's okay. Right, poke him back. Yeah, no, Guy's on the show every week. <laughs> every week, he's a regular character. He's a fixture. No, Mary, you did well. You did well. <laughs> you behaved. We all yourself. did well. I was proud of all of you. Thanks. I'm honored to. I think. When are we gonna break up like Fugazi did? Did I'm always trying to keep moving. You know who is the best? Jackie. Ryan tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He's too busy yeah. winning. It turns out our, our circumstances are within our control. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's dying. He's, he's giving me the high sign over here. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, what do you say, Big Fiddler? Chief Big Fiddler. He's, he's got busted down to Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't even know what you and have. That's playing. the new. <laughs> Good night. Is that a grand slam? You notice what. The two times we've done the show in the day, your dad, you never seen him around. Oh, yeah, real quick. This story's out of Florida. I'll get the show right. Don't worry. It's I'll do it. Yeah. There we go. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. It's funny you mention that. It's funny you mention that, John. Uh, the uh, rock band Fugazi. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking, nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons. Right, what's in the news, Tommy? And before we get to it, is everything going okay, man? Yeah, things are better in my life. Good, good. good. Because I, I, in all seriousness, I do. Uh, I think about you Often. every day. Thank you, guys. And without saying, but I, I you know, uh, I think about you is all I'm saying. Let's just say and I love you. Thank you. I love you. I don't too. want you to be in uh, distress. Day by day, things are getting better. So we're we're trying to keep positive attitude here. Come here right. and have fun. Yes. Yeah. Did, your dad, did you let your dad drive home from the DMV like a like a child to just kind of slice? You know, he let wanted. You, know, you could drive what, home. Let me see what it can do. As a treat. He, he wanted to drive an, <laughs> an unregistered, unplated Let's car. Let's see what this baby can do. <laughs> Fuck the police. Open her up. He's driving backwards. On the southern state. I've been watching drift videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Tommy's dad. DMV. Done dirt uh, cheap. <laughs> it's a new DMV. Let's do a neutral drop. drop. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever slap shifted? I like, a, I like how Pat and Pete get together on the uh, the, the stick shift uh, moves. <laughs> the only ones that can drive shifts. He did want to drive an unlicensed, an unregistered, and unplated car to the DMV to get it taken care of. And I'm like, you can't do that. Let's dude. do a whole shot. What can they do? <laughs> I'm tracking. I used to do whatever I license shocking. plate. I know. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, he's uh, yeah, he's at home. Never listening. take me alive. Oh, dead. He's at home listening to the show right now. <laughs> he's driving now. <laughs> he's a hearse. He's, he's at home staring at the wall. <laughs> he's driving a silver bullet, a uh, silver mm. Mercedes that I'm we gifted a him. Silver bullet. <laughs> What's the real car? It's not really. It's a Mer silver Mercedes. From where'd, 19 where'd you get a silver Mercedes? Leah's aunt from night from seventeen. Leah's aunt gifted us that car. It's a decent. Uh, no, Mark II. And then we gifted it to my dad. Wait, oh, yeah. Leah <laughs> told me she loves that car. Yeah, she it does love it. It's blood. a 99 uh, C280. So why are you making her give it away? Because Leah just bought a brand new Subaru, Mario. <laughs> she just joined the club with the Subaru. All right, it comes with Sirius XM satellite thing. <laughs> One of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a new Subaru. We're excited. I burned out my clutch. Now you I know what I say, Tommy. 
<laughs> I have to match the gear. Pat does the best track of it. And yes. slot it in. You know, it's not even close. I burnt Paddy. I need to slot it in. You didn't have a slap shifter, yeah. I hit 200 revs, and then I can pop it in. I do oh not need the crutch. I can feel it. I can rev match. No para no. She had like a, uh, a big cross in the back Your of the dad's trunk. dad's got like a Calvin and Hobbes pissing on a fucking bat. German engineering. Yeah, she had like a crossbar in the back of the trunk, and he made sure to, for us to get it out. So all that a stuff. Crossbar. Yeah, like that thing. What, like a roll key. Like for, 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 for what are you doing with your hands? That, 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 you know the old crossbar we used to touch. I have a roll cage for track day. <laughs> <laughs> to the bathroom. I like to take it out for track a, day. A tire iron. <laughs> you know, like a tire iron. I like to really open it up. A tire iron. <laughs> Let's breathe. Mm. When's the last time your dad changed a tire? Oh, a couple hundred. And what years kind ago. of wood I mean, was it? Yeah, like a, I don't know, years ago, ages ago. Bit it. Was cedar. You can't change the tire because every time he lifts it up, it like it's like an iron cross. Mm-hmm. It's Ninety-nine bins. <laughs> That's what I was trying to go with it, but it just wasn't moving. <laughs> you touch into a crowbar it's a bit. Roll bar? Yeah. And what's in the news, Tommy? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know. Tommy Rockstar. Yes. <laughs> when your dad dies. <laughs> Can I get the Benz? Well, he can. He's immortal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Pretty much. So uh, this story There'll be no condolences from me. <laughs> like a 90s Chevy. I never die. <laughs> you can't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> my gauges may go away. You strip me for parts. Yeah, <laughs> this story My chassis is rust. <laughs> it's on a Cadillac chassis. <laughs> it's in Hot Rod Magazine. This story is out of San Jose. Yeah, when you get up here, you do it. It's a good 99 Mercedes. I have you away to <laughs> Clean. Jose. From a summer state. This story is out she of... She drove it to church and that. No rust. <laughs> Garage camp. No rust. Garage camp. Several members attending a furry... Some camp. rust. Several members attending a furry convention in California last Say week magazine, helped restrain a man who was apparently assaulting his girlfriend until police arrested him, according to officials. Look up the blue book value for a like. <laughs> Knock yourself out. At least six people witnessed... My Dracula's the- really bad today. I think <laughs> I should let Pat do this. <laughs> At least six people witnessed the assault of the annual... Uh, what uh, happened? Okay, I'll start from the start beginning. Start from the beginning, because uh, I'm, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. All I'm thinking about is your dad trying to sell a used car with the... The Kerry uh, Blue Book is bullshit. With, with the, like, <laughs> it's all makeup and grunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I exactly. try to start it. It makes it's a sound... Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? It's a, well, it's not making a sound now, but right before I can... <laughs> Can I send you a video real quick? <laughs> yeah, I took a video on my phone. Every mechanic's like, oh, great. I oh, can't wait it. to see this shit, dickhead. Several members attending a furry convention him for. Uh, attending a furry convention in California last week helped restrain a man who was apparently assaulting his girlfriend. Wait, wait the furries made a citizen's arrest? Yes. Furries or furrier? Uh, no, furries. You know what a furry is, Mario? You're like a little old. little animals? You know, they're like people. They dress up like uh, stuffed animals and they fuck. No, you never heard of this? Guys with the big oh, ears. I saw two pigeons fuck again today. What? I'll tell you what happened. I watched the whole courtship from the beginning. <laughs> the courtship I don't of John's need pigeons. To interrupt your news. And Thank you. you. But this is movie. some New York City thing. I meant to ask Guy Pachotto about this. <laughs> some pigeons fuck. I see these two pigeons, right? And they're different colors, so I figure one's a guy, one's a girl, right? <laughs> and they start, they, the they, they're difference? like biting each other's, be- they, they do this head bobbing thing. They bite each other's beak like they're making out, and they stop, and they stare at the wall. And they bite each other's beak again. They do it like three times. And then the dude just straight up jumps right on the broad's back. Whoa. Like two feet. Yeah. 
And That's just, my move. He's like, <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Really? Yeah, and then they the both. Pick, it's all hot sauce. It was like out. five thrusts. But he jumped like on top of a bag. He's like, all right. They had this whole courtship thing. It was kind of like romantic. And this is a middle in the middle of the day. The freaks. I thought and you were going to say middle village. They fly up to the top of uh, the street lamp, and they Got now they privacy. they they sit there in awkward silence for five minutes. And I'm waiting. I'm like, are they going to bang again? That's my move too. <laughs> and there was, another, there was another pigeon <laughs> on top that was already sitting up there, like the third wheel. Like he's like, what the fuck, dude? You know, it's the weirdest shit ever. Way awkward. Third wheel wi- pigeon. Rock doves. Well, both pigeons like, who get a room. flew up to the streetlight, mm. but there was already just some lone pigeon up there, mm. and they sat next to him. Boyer. Everyone was like, uh, third wheel. Like so, a sidecar. So what do you want to do now? Take notes. Uh, several Thank members you. Two of- pigeons pang- <laughs> banging. I saw the, And I, I stopped in the street because I knew it was going to happen. Because I saw them kissing. And I'm like, here comes the fucking. <laughs> Is that like your version of the Prince song, When Pigeons Fuck? Right. <laughs> when it sounds like. I was jealous, actually. When doves fuck. Next. Several members attending a furry convention you in California. ever see a pigeon, Dick? <laughs> Me Some- neither. Several uh, members attending a furry convention in California so, so last these week pigeons fuck, <laughs> helped restrain a man who was apparently assaulting his girlfriend until police arrived. I want cockfights at my wedding. <laughs> at least six people you witnessed... You keep saying that. You can't have cockfights. Yeah, I can. It'll be a great feature. Can I measure them? After hours. <laughs> at, least, uh, at least six people witnessed the assault uh, mm-hmm. the, at the annual Further Confusion, or FurCon, festival <laughs> in San Jose. <laughs> you, what? It's called FurCon. It's a Kutcher's upstate. A quote, we heard a woman... Fergazi's playing. Iggy played. <laughs> Fergazi. <laughs> we heard a woman's screams coming from Come in, on. inside the car and saw the passenger the throwing full uh, fists at a woman. This is what we've been waiting for, boys. Let's get him. Uh, <laughs> a flustered furry told TRN. Uh, quote, we ran towards the car, pulled him uh, out of the... Sounds out like of a hairy situation. And uh, started defending the woman who Can was I go home? Can I quit? ...yelling at him to get out as they started to fight us off. you got to give Gee this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it cuts off after the. I don't know what happened after to the list. You left, uh, you four other people were attending the convention, joined in, helped. Four the gang. other people. Wow, this is a big crowd. Garfield <laughs> and helped the gang of furries grab the man, dragging him out of the car and restraining him until police arrived. The gang of furries. That was my favorite band. It's like you ever see The Shining? It's like you see that dude. He's like you know he's blowing like a senator dressed as a bear. It's like that scene. Uh, furries are enthusiasts who celebrate characters and stories involving animals. Anthropomorphic animals and or wow, fictitious, you attempted it, huh? Uh, fiction, uh, fictitious characters that have human traits. Mm. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? This story is out of Philly. <clears throat> hey, that's <laughs> a trademark. Hey, you stop dressing up like famed Philadelphia Flyers mascot. I have half a mind to join a club and beat you in the head with it. <laughs> Slowly, I turn. <laughs> Step. Famed Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty is under. These are all spelled with THs, by the way. Famed <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers, Flyers. Mascot. mascot Gritty. Gritty. Gritty, yeah. He looks like Justin Turner. Is under, inve- is under investigation this week after reports surfaced stating that the seven foot orange menace allegedly assaulted a 13 year old boy recently. You guys hear about that? No. I wouldn't I put it past him. Hmm. <laughs> did hear about that. The whole story is spurious. It is, actually. <laughs> he, 
All right, go ahead. According to reports, Chris Greenwell and his son Brandon met the hairy, googly-eyed mascot at a November fan event for season ticket holders for Flyers. It's about time it did, took me somewhere, Dad. Rest that crowd. We're going to go meet a hairy mascot. Apparently, little Brandon p- patted Gritty on the head after he and his father posed How tall is this kid? Gritty's like seven <laughs> feet tall. I know. Uh, that, however, is when things started to turn dark. Ladder. Good little fella. Uh, Greenwell said that little Brandon walked away. Uh, then Gritty ran out of his chair and punched his son, quote, as hard as he could in the face. He said, he said oh, Gritty, Gritty backed up, ran at him, and punched him as hard as he could in the son face. Grabbed his- what is this, the yeah. understudy? Yep. Yeah. This yeah. isn't a. This is not behavior befitting of a mascot. It's exactly. a fireable offense. It's crazy. Greenwell, who told TNN that he only wanted an apology and maybe something quote special from Grady. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this has, yeah. you have to. You, we need a disclaimer like a on this story because there's no way Grady just punched a kid in the head. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Who? who, who what are your sources? Uh, Name the, them. The news. The news. <laughs> That's why I don't reveal my sources on the air. You know that. You went down to the ice and interviewed these people. This is a real story. I'm just repeating what I've read yeah. on the internet Deep here. Deep throat. This is a story. It's a real story <laughs> from the internet. Deep throat. Uh, in other news, the Islanders' car uh, dro- uh, ran over somebody on the honky. Island. Honky. <laughs> they filed a complaint with the, with the police last month after the incident. <laughs> police spokesman Phil E. Cheesesteak said Tuesday. Mario likes, yeah, likes those. Yeah. Said Tuesday that the investigation is, quote, active and ongoing. Officials for Comcast. I'm sell bread at the gig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, officials for Comcast, the, the company. will fill up with water. Your pain will shoot through your brain. You'll never have a better pastry. <laughs> so the company that owns uh, the flyer said that they conducted an internal the investigation. The company that owns the flyer? Yes. Uh, so they Mr. Flyer conducted an internal investigation, but could not verify if the assault actually happened or not, which is what Pat was saying. Well, you just verify that it happened. Now they can't verify. Well, I'm just saying this is what we've read from our sources. You know, but we will have more in the stories. Tom, you always get firsthand news. <laughs> I think so you should put this story on ice until we find out more. I want the hockey. <laughs> speaking speaking of sports, <clears throat> you guys hear me? You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, well, I hear you. It's a little perfect. You want me to turn you up a little? Uh, yeah, we're good. Nope. Um, uh, this story is out of Cooperstown. <clears throat> uh, officials in Cooperstown, New York, are, the, uh, are bracing for maximum impact this summer after news of baseball gods Derek Jeter's induction to the Baseball Hall of Fame was announced. Maximum today. impact. Oh, screw him. The otherwise snoozy hamlet of Cooperstown. Snoozy, the old sleepy town. Snooze town. <laughs> Songs. Doted with charming. I, know, I, I, I remember when I was there. It was hot as fuck. That's Where'd, what I yeah. remember. Weren't you in a tent? Yeah, didn't you guys go up yeah, there? Yeah, with Mario. Oh, God. We, took a, we played poker, took a bus oh, all that night. that was the best trip ever, Captain. He, 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 he's an early riser. He wakes me up. He's dragging me out of the tent. I'm like, oh, we drank all night. Leave me alone. We're in a I got bus. a picture of you next to a fat man's past. All out. I wanted to do was stay asleep. I give a fuck about Mike Piazza, Ken Griffey Jr. It was hot as fuck. No, no, you were good for that part. You were bad at the end. Afterwards, when we went to the Hall of Fame, I'm bad at waking up. It's the Cooperstown mascot, the Cooperstown Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> took a running punch. And you at can Mario. take that to the Fat Man. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. The, uh, the otherwise snoozy hamlet of Cooperstown, <laughs> doted with charming Victorian homes and symmetrical God, sycamore trees. You are right. It is. It is pitch, pitch, quaint, picturesque. Yes, yes. And quaint. quaint. And there's and when there's no 
like there's nothing going on there except for the baseball hall of fame, which like when there's not the induction ceremony, like two, pe- it's a museum, two people. Yes, it's, it's said to have its long stockings in a ruffle upon hearing the news. What is uh, Sheriff uh, Pippi Longstock? <laughs> uh, Village Comptroller. I suck today. Babe Ruth. <laughs> Village Comptroller Homer O'Malley <laughs> shared his concerns with Tiernan. N- Homer in, O'Malley. In yeah, an interview. Yeah. That's his real name. What do you say, Mr. Ruth? You gonna hit home run today? Fuck you. I'm drunk. Share I'm drunk again. In an As Ted Williams, he gets in on me. Could you do it for me, Mr. Ruth? <laughs> he fears that the record-breaking crowd of over 100,000 revelers You might... know who broke records? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. <laughs> Revel. Crap. O'Malley fears that the record-breaking crowd of 100,000 rowdy revelers might decimate the small town. Do it for Ron Conkoma. Quote, the rowdy Ron Conkoma. We've never seen... Ron element. We've never seen anything like this before, a baffled O'Malley quipped, adding, quote, I'm not exactly sure how we'll be able to accommodate the massive crowd. The most exciting thing that happened before that was opening the baseball hall of fame in 1890. I'm hoping some people will stick around and shovel snow off a roof. (laughs) (laughs) Coach said mouse trap. (laughs) TRNN hit the streets to speak with the simple... TRNN hit the streets to speak with the simple townspeople of Cooperstown to hear their takes. Oh, there's there's multiple reporters? What is is the uh, uh, TRNN... Editorial board. Who do you endorse? Yeah. <laughs> they went to the. It's like ten guys. Yeah. They spoke to people at the home run diner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. The editorial board's like a, exactly. there's an alligator, the grand, Tommy Rockstar, the Grand Slam breakfast. We support exactly. Jill Stein, a guy from Florida with no sleeves. Uh, it's like Paul Hanley, citizen. <laughs> Citizen Skip said that he Go endorse yourself. plans to uh, be on vacation that weekend, instead yeah. opting to rent out his humble home to wayward tourists that oh, weekend. Wow, that's a big mistake. No. Missing out on the dollars. No. Well, he's renting it out to them, making the money. Oh, I thought he opted not. No. <laughs> Otherwise, he... Uh, if you've read his Airbnb, he also provides wiffle ball. It's <laughs> off season! Others Chief we spoke McFiddler to... Add, <laughs> others uh, we spoke to... Chief McFiddler added... <laughs> others Chief we spoke McFiddler. to... Uh, had... <laughs> Others we oh, spoke yeah, with real quick. mainly had logistical concerns with one curious woman <laughs> pondering if the town was equipped with enough bunting to drape the town accordingly. The whole thing's a logistical concern. Yeah. It takes like four hours to get up there and there's nothing going on. Yeah. And you go up there and look at a plaque of Hank Aaron's exactly. face. doesn't even look like him. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> they got like Roger Clemens. Uh, what's his name? No, Kurt Schilling's bloody a spot of blood on a sock in a glass <laughs> case. Yeah, fuck fuck out him. Exactly. Stupid. Jeter's induction, which is nearly small effect. Yeah. John, did you know about this? Yeah. They let they let the kindergartners carve that. <laughs> <laughs> you know who got into the Hall of Fame? Me. Mm. They let me in. I got it. Jeter's induction, which was nearly ninety nine point seven percent unanimous. Who said mm. no? I know there was a guy who just one sent person. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because Jeter banged Listen, his girlfriend. Mariano exactly. was much better than Mike. him. <laughs> did Mario get? Position. Did Mariano get inducted yet or no? He did. He okay. got hundred percent. Legendary Coxman, Derek. He Jeter. was a great relief pitcher. Yeah, Derek you know Jeter why? You know a, what a relief pitcher is? A, 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 excellent a, shortstop. A failed starting pitcher. He's a mop up. No, he was the best of ever. Yeah, agreed. of course. The Mets beat him a few times, but he was the best Pitch. inside and outside. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, you, you, agreed. Once that guy came into the game, it was over. He will, his induction will be on Sunday, July 26th. Except when the Mets beat him with the, Remember that? Yeah, when the Mets beat him, it was sweet. Mm, 19. Mm. Ah, mm. We could hit him. The World Series, right? Shouldn't we be, be, 
win that one. One game. You know, Joe DiMaggio didn't get in for like four four votes. Come what on. What do you say, Joe? 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 Like, Joe? This bullshit that yeah, you have to get 100% votes. now. You don't have Screw to, but one guy, one guy did dissent. And Larry Walker oh, got in barely. It was his, his last chance. Yes. Induction is July 26th in a field behind the Great Hall. So get Pete look Rose out for that. Get your yeah, tickets agreed. now. See Larry Walker and Derek Jeter, the two most average players in history. Is, is, is Dykstra in? No. no. Yeah. Not no, he's not in Dykstra. He's selling John his hat. Yeah, we <laughs> saw him outside selling autographs for 20 bucks. Is John, you bought Olympic? one. They won't let him in. He's a rapist. You bought I'm one. Alleged. Yeah. <laughs> you loved Lenny. Yeah, and his Nails, that fucking baby. guy, his sharpie faded on that hat like a motherfucker. It's gone. Oh no, you gotta get the real merch. Pay <laughs> oh, ten he bucks for that. Invisible man. ink. Yeah, signed it in lemon juice. All cash. You gotta stick it in the toaster. <laughs> cash only with nails. <laughs> that old gag. <laughs> cash only with nails. I was at Cooperstown for Tom Seaver's induction, and I was it in disappeared just like his uh, uh, car business and uh, you know, his private jets. All his money. John, we're gonna shift gears here to another story, all right? Uh, I hope it's about shift sport. Gear. Yeah, rev shift. Now Gears. <laughs> uh, a man in Phoenix is. Re- it's Turbo Charlie. <laughs> a man in Phoenix is reportedly suing an adult video website for allegedly uh, for alleged rights violations because of a lack of closed captioning on its videos. Wait a second. That's right. Can you repeat can't, that just for me? A ma- he a wants man- to read the sounds. A man in Phoenix is suing a adult video website for right. alleged rights violations be- because of a lack of closed captioning. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's what do you call it? It's uh, discrimination. It's discrimination. Uh, yeah, it's ADA. It's yes. It's uh, Going, ableist. He's done ableist. this with other things. Like, right, right. There's no. He can't jerk off. There's no words because Acc- he can't hear. I got According it. to reports, Yaroslav Surovitz guilty. We well, can't see. He can hear. He can't see. Finally, uh, I remember him well. <laughs> he was my roommate. I am Yaroslav Surovitz. <laughs> That's what they call me now at the my, DMV. My first date. This is a real it's social actually security. actually oddly similar to my dad's real name. Yeah. Your, your dad's social security number is 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. <laughs> Decimal 1. Filed the, law- the first one. Father Law Sleuth, law sleuth against sleuth giant Pornhub. I uh, told FDR. Your dad's paid $72 billion in Social Security <laughs> since 1600. I pay for pro. <laughs> if I you can find the loophole, I'll bang it. <laughs> 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 4K. I can wait all day. Yes. Servitz uh, filed a lawsuit against Sleuth. I'm on page 12. Giant Pornhub, <laughs> claiming the lack of closed captioning violates the rights of the deaf and hearing impaired under the ADA. So mm. rights of deaf. <laughs> Any court documents unsealed by TRNN? Sure. You guys watched all of Twilight uh, w- mm. while you're waiting. Sure. Yeah. What were they sealed with? They were all stuck together. <laughs> like it's Robert Patterson. He's good. He's closer than you would think. I need to J.O. in the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> Every paper was sealed. They <laughs> <laughs> all stuck together. Sure. <laughs> Jesus. Sure. I still got it. Shervis claims the death. With my... Uh, and hearing impaired can't no. understand audio portions of the porn videos on its websites and uh, listed a number of videos that men... What watched, does it say, Tommy? I can't see it. ...but couldn't understand. And Can we go off air for my joke? <laughs> <laughs> Is it about splooge? I got a Rolodex. Is it a roommate? In in the documents, uh, the man reportedly claims that he and those similar in s- similar situations <laughs> documents would pay money for a premium subscription but calls it pointless without subtitles. Premium. Well, listen... Who pays? What do you? I, don't know. I know. You get a you know VR what? mask, you might want to pay for it. Exactly. 
<laughs> Why don't you pay for a hearing aid and shut the fuck up? <laughs> exactly. If he could hear, he'd probably want to mute it. That's what I usually do. <laughs> right. Stop whining. Yeah, right. Mm. Listen, if you, if, you mute it, if you mute it, it's not incest porn anymore. It's just random. <laughs> it's like football. It's better muted. Sure of it. I don't have a system. So it's all the same yeah. to me. Shervitz is suing Pornhub for damages. But Porn- uh, happy birthday, son, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but Pornhub officials told here that while Officials. The- Pornhub officials. There are the officials. The big board, board meeting. <laughs> they, they're endorsing Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that while the website does have closed captioning for certain categories. Amy Klobuchar. The general, uh, the company generally does not comment on lawsuits. Listen, that, Jeez, that's always looped in anyway. It's just a, re- oh, here we a go. rehash Expert of the same canned sounds. The so they could, just, they could just put in ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Do ooh, it you say, it, right. you, what oh, kind of bad wow. ADR are you watching? Did Ryan mix this? <laughs> it's always looped in. After, Ryan, you Ryan Carlson has a job doing that. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. What, you keep watching your Making slurpy point. sounds. Exactly. You know, they do it with... Vanessa DeLeo. They do it with that stuff. Uh, what's it called? Vagina monologues? No. They Dolby. Do it. It's in Dolby sound. With that uh, <laughs> slime. They do it with slime. They make those noises with slime and they stick their fingers. What the in. hell are you talking about, in man? The, the, the Foley artists, oh. after the fact. They don't shoot the sound the same time as they make the video. Oh, you, you know, we have a cameras and microphones at the same time now. I don't know. You know. Yeah, Mario, welcome to the 21st century. Mm, yeah. Pass me the slime. I need the finger to make the ooh, sound. Ooh. What the fuck are you talking about? Listen, I like to turn yeah. down the sound. It makes Can me feel it. less guilty. to the lingerie. I'm never sitting in, in your garage again. <laughs> this story's out of Boston. <laughs> He doesn't get audio on his eight millimeter. You, can, you know, you could save time and money. But, yeah. Project it on a fridge. You know, I we have, have the if sound. You've seen Tracy Lloyd's eight millimeter footage. You might be. No, that's yeah, illegal, man. You, what's we doing, kids? I'm gonna kick you out of here. What the fuck is that sound? <laughs> 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 hey, the guys, you're not pedophiles. Stag film in black and white. <laughs> exactly, yeah. eight on millimeter the, on the broad side of a. That's fridge. my way. Look at it, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this story is that a... <laughs> I paid good money for this, see? Baltimore. Mm. Pat. Put a nickel in the Viewmaster. It came in a paper bag. This story is out of Boston. <clears throat> Boston... really warned me about Go to the Boston you know, page. Yeah, pull up all of Boston, <laughs> Boston right now. Which Boston, one? Boston page green. You'll need it all, actually. That shit. Speaking of mutants. It will be on the so fucking low. news, man. It sounds like it's in a tunnel. What are you... <laughs> uh, Boston Rockers Let's Aerosmith. Are making uh, oh, news. Know the problem. Here we go. Rockers. That's in quotes, right? Yes. Aerosmith. Is this a this this story's out of Tallahassee? Says a friend. Sick as a dog. <laughs> Boston Rockers Aerosmith are making. Oh uh, shit, Jay! Are making news this week <laughs> after a new controversy has surfaced. Jake Kramer. Mm-hmm. They're busy making news. Those guys. Yes. Jake, it's actually a pretty fucked up story. I'd love to hear what you guys think on this. Right. Uh, according to reports, the aged Rockers. Holy shit! We. Are said to be treating original drummer aged, aged yes, the correct. aged rockers, <laughs> ancient. Uh, are said to be treating original drummer oh, Joey. Man, man, we need fucking help, buddy. Something's <laughs> wrong. That soundbite needs help. Something's wrong with my computer. Yeah. Um, man, are, G- are said to be uh, treating original drummer uh, Joey Kramer like a rag doll. There's a new drummer. Yes, after unfairly blocking him from rejoining the band after a brief absence. That's right. They're having a party of the ways. This, according to a new lawsuit filed against the band by Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer. You couldn't pay me to see Aerosmith. Check this out. According to reports, Kramer suffered minor How injuries. about, what if I offered you $1,000? <laughs> I gave him a D in 1979. <laughs> uh, so they do the... Uh... And that's when they were at their best. Oh, well, according to... 
Sorry, I'm just trying to. T- I'm, I'm trying to test. Just something. push the button in all the way. Go ahead. Uh, Kramer suffered minor Is that injuries. Your advice, thanks. yes, mm-hmm. in the spring of 2019, but was ready to return for the band's upcoming Vegas residency and Grammy performance. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the sweetest plum. That's <laughs> great. You lose all your money at a slot machine, then you go see Joey Alex. Kramer's replacement. <laughs> However, instead of being welcomed back into the band, Kramer says he was subjected to a new band policy in his absence. Mm-hmm. You need two soul patches. <laughs> <laughs> Where he would oh, have to quote audition to get back in the band, oh, which is fucked up, and then quote audition. That's yes, that is fucked, dude. Man, the these band guys started fifty years ago. Friends for life. What the fuck? It's fucked up, dude. You, you keep your chops up. I mean, man. I don't know Joey Kramer, but he seems like a decent. Yeah, up exactly. Dude. Well, listen I mean, to the rest of the story. He seems You're like the least assholeish guy in the band. This yep. is Vegas. You can't be fucking around in Vegas. That's what they told him. Yeah. And so, quote, still... This, is, this ain't Hot Rod Magazine. This ain't Hot Rod Magazine, Joe. It's Vegas. This is yeah, Vegas, baby. Like, I'm doing exactly. three shows this a day. <laughs> this ain't Fox. To audition to get back in the band. Foxwoods. To audition. Quote, I'm in Aerosmith, I you know. Pig. It's so fucked up. I know all the songs. By the way, Every single one of them. By the way, they did this to Bill Ward, so it's the same shit they pulled to Bill Ward. They didn't make him audition. They, well, I mean, well, yeah, they did. They just Bill, fired just say, Bill just said, fuck y'all, and left. Well, he, right? yeah, but he's still trying this they one. They forced him out. You know, yeah. she's a horrible person. Yeah. That Sharon sick, Osborne. To quote, still, to, to oh, see if man, he was, Man, we need fucking Yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, just Parkinson. skip it. You don't need that stuff. Uh-huh. All right, I'm just trying to... I'm yeah. troubleshooting. Bill Ward had Parkinson's. I thought that'd be great for his shuffle. Double time. Right. right. <laughs> Swing that motherfucker. Take him for a walk. Jesus. got his ghost going. God. My God. Audition to prove that he was, quote, super nuts. Still able to play at an appropriate level in order to regain his position back. <laughs> no Kramer, no show. Kramer claims the reason he was given is because what he, he they told him he did not have enough energy in his recordings. Tell Ooh. Perry. He refused to carry gear. <laughs> Kramer tells TRN the band required him to check this out, perform a series of solo rehearsals by him, like totally by himself yeah. against the click track that the band would later review and see if That's it was good enough to get in. Crazy. So I just up. want to test something here. This is apropos of nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's just the Boston page. Yeah. It's weird. That's it's like it's faded. Oh man. Kramer claims the stress of the ordeal has Am I lying? Yeah, my Boston page is gone. Everything else works fine. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, it's a unicorn. That's with fine. A- <laughs> That's good. What a Am I uh, on? It's a unicorn with a horn on its head. Oh. I'm oh. not on. <laughs> okay, go ahead, sir. Um, Kramer claims the stress of the ordeal has, quote, brought significant repercussions it's to really his health. really affected his drumming and ability to be in Aerosmith. <laughs> repercussions? Yeah. He has no percussion. Right? <laughs> listen, I'm Joey Kramer. I'm like, listen, suck a dick. I get 50 million bucks. I get sit at home and read a book. You gotta worry about this, these jerk offs. Would force him to go to the hospital, and then he was the hospital. Check this out. The, well, the pain the stress of it. He said the stress of it forced him to the hospital. He had a panic attack from yes not being in Aerosmith. But John, check this out. <laughs> Welcome to my world, pal. After he went to the hospital, none of us are in Aerosmith. Who's the bass guy in Aerosmith? Tom Hamilton. Tom, yeah. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, Hamilton. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were gonna say Brad Whitford. No, yeah, yeah. Brad, I saw him on Broadway. They haven't. Brad Whitford hasn't plugged his guitar in, in twenty years. Yes. <laughs> so his. His trip to the hospital required him contractually to cover the cost of a replacement drummer for this the band. This can't be yes. right. And delaying his audition to rejoin. It's in the contract. Read the fine exactly. print. Read the fine print, y'all. Exactly. It really sucks. It really sucks. It Read gets the worse. fine print, parry little boy. Check this out. <laughs> All right, now go do a parry little roll. boy. So that's check this out. So Kramer says then he was forced to pay ten thousand dollars a week for the replacement drummer to rehearse, and tw- off and, and twenty thousand and twenty thousand dollars for live performances out of his own like salary. That can't be. Who signs it? They he did. Si- they should get Simon Young. He's available. <laughs> he quits say? to work at his solo stuff. What about that Ringo kid? <laughs> the Ringo kid. I hear he's good. DVD. The dejected drummer tells you that <laughs> Zach Starsky out here. <laughs> 
The dejected drummer tells CNN that the freeze out he's going to miss a thing will result. Well, him- I have a theory. I think he just goes to the hospital to bolster his like case that of the stress. Right, right, of, right, right. Nobody goes to the hospital because they cry about not being there. Joey's the guy's Joey. a fucking sixty-five-year-old so man for God's sake. Joey's got a gun to. His he head. was in World War II. <laughs> He's a combat veteran. He's got a thing for candy strike. Won the Purple Heart. Pete, you're on tonight. Six as a dog. <laughs> um, that the it will result with him missing Mr. major. Mr. Leonard. And historical Six. events in, coming up for the band, including a performance at the Grammys and the band's upcoming residency. Every Aerosmith shows a hit. And, a, and historical. <laughs> Mr. Tyler. When reach for comment, <laughs> Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler told TRNN, quote, He told us, Yankee's yeah. own. You, you assholes try to find somebody who's going to play two bass drums at one time. Right. Good luck. He said, quote, We would be doing a disservice to Joey, ourselves, and our fans to let him play at the Grammys without adequate time to prepare and rehearse. Sources for Aerosmith tell Tiernan that the group tried actively for months to get Joey back. Spike up. And they just find reasons to fight exactly, these rich people. Exactly. Oh, Put yeah. a scarf on a microphone and fucking call, call it, it a day. day. Suck it up. Yep. Who gives a shit? And they'd love for him to join. Play Love in an Elevator or whatever the stupid shit you're doing. Go. They're going to play with our, our buddy uh, DMC. You know that? Yeah. I read. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. At the Grammys, right? Yeah, they get their, their famous song, uh, <laughs> Fight for Your Right to Park. <laughs> Walk This Way. Speaking of Boston. No, I'm pretty sure it's Fight for Your Right to Park. This is a story out of Massachusetts. <clears throat> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Tea party. <laughs> Just try to imagine the rail sound. This is a true story coming out of Massachusetts. Oh, out of shit, the, Jay. Oh, that's good. Out of Boston Globe today. <clears throat> I think the boat actually sank. They're underwater. That's what it's called. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Down in the. Below the, the deck, in the big dig. <laughs> We're seeing some shit. A woman from Massachusetts was busted this week. So what happened to Joey Kramer? Is well, he- <laughs> so the band ends by he's saying the, he's at the DMV with Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Done dirt cheap. Aerosmith tells he's not allowed into Ohio. Aerosmith tells Tiernan <laughs> that the group actively tried for months to get Joey back Don't and would love to have him join for the Grammys, but that quote, we just couldn't get it together in time, leaving the band no other choice but to give him the boot. <laughs> but the quote, I'm nobody recognizes him anyway. You know, exactly. if they just fired like Brad Whitford or that other bass jerk off, no one knows. But I mean, Joey Kramer. He's a, he's a founding member, Paul. Uh, he's at least the fourth and most important guy. <laughs> he's the arrow. Oh, did you see that American <laughs> the Pickers where they found the van? The yes, original? I saw that. It was yeah. fun. A woman that cost Joey Kramer ten thousand dollars a time. <laughs> a day, a day. Yeah. Hey, a bunch of dicks. I know. It's really you know, you can up. take so the rock up. man out of Boston. Exactly. What happened to this woman in Massachusetts? A woman in Massachusetts was busted this week for allegedly turning. Hey, Kramer, I know you're in there, bro. <laughs> Joey, holy shit, Joe. You pussy. You can't drum no more. A woman from Massachusetts was busted this week for allegedly turning a local store parking lot into her own personal potty, pooping in the lot for a staggering eight times in one month. Wow. Wow. Eight must be dehydrated. (laughs) Eight times in one month. Yes. Eight times in a day should be better. Dubbed the parking lot pooper, Andrea Grosser. Imaginatively. (laughs) Massachusetts. Who dubbed her that, by the way? You? The store. The Uh, store. The official statement. Andrea Grosser, age 51. Grosser. That's her real name. Worcester Zone. Mm -hmm. Really is. That, uh, that works two ways. Was caught dropping trout near the Natick Outdoor Store on Wednesday when she was caught on camera in the act. What's grosser than gross? Oh, I was just kidding. If I'm in Natick, I might as well shit in the fucking <laughs> parking lot. Uh, law officers told Tiernan uh. that they've been investigating the issue of the fecal matter since <laughs> it began appearing last month. Oh, don't blag it. Quote, at first we thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> At first, we thought it was an animal, but then we noticed toilet paper and white. Yeah. Animal. 
Yeah. First we then thought we it was thought an animal. It was a very sophisticated animal. <laughs> Saw some avocado seeds. <laughs> when I bend over, scream into my ass. What do I? I want to prove to you guys this is not <laughs> John Houlihan. I want to prove to you this is a real story. This is her real picture from. <laughs> Enjoy that free pass, ass wife. She looks like she's pooping. I, you know, she looks like she's pooping in the, her mugshot. I'm glad that you, right like, this, that you think you think this is a show. Like you see the poop yeah. story. You're like this is gonna be gold. Look at her face. Well, you think Massachusetts? You think shit? Up, Fuck man. the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they thought it was an animal. But then we suspected animals don't have access to toilet paper. Said spokesman. Not yet, Lieutenant Unless. Neville. Wait till Bezos. Gets yeah, the, the platypuses. You mm. They've become aware. Cops link grocer to all eight poop crimes, but they still don't have a motive. Pigs. Uh, store owner Henry Blinkler. What's your motive? Uh, was interview room. Nevertheless, flush with excitement, Detective saying. Nevertheless, flush yeah. with excitement. <laughs> I'm so happy they busted her. Blinkler you told Tiernan. Tron, bro. Little brown ring. I have no idea who she is or why she did it, but the her reign down. of defecation is over. Right. <laughs> well, that's a lot of puns, man. <laughs> And some of them not. <laughs> that's even a real. Puns. That's a real quote. There's no, it no, isn't. There's no. nothing more disgusting than uh, pulling into my parking lot and seeing a steamal, steaming pile of human excrement. Exactly. I thought I seen it all in the parking lot. I almost could poop. Exactly. They that want. was the Why first offensive we? thing, and the most offensive thing was number two. She was a Bruins. <laughs> you know, you make fun of Mario. I <laughs> Mario, who's wearing a hat, he's roasting himself over a fire right now. I kind of agree with Mario here. Not with the poop thing, but I, I walk around a city all day, <laughs> and these dogs, they piss wherever they want. There's piss all over the ground. Get your dog off the subway. Why Why can't we piss? Yeah, I'm sick yeah. of that. Right? Yep. See a dog there, every subway? fucking asshole has a dog in an apartment, anywhere. and there's piss all over the street every morning. I have a good solution. I have a piss cup now. It's for the dog? No, for yeah. That's your vodka bag that you walk around with. You keep mm. it in your pocket. It's no. a sign of drinking. That's my dad in the car. Don't drink out of that cup. Sees, no eating in piss, the car, they John. See you, but if you like lean into a little and piss into a cup, nobody sees it. Well, Pete, don't they have like IKEA bags to hold dogs? Fresh bullshit. It's a sign of drinking. Yeah. Like people with dogs on the subway. It's fucking awful. Of course, I had to train your dog to go in the toilet. You rich yeah. fuck. Yeah. At the woman's arraignment on Wednesday, Labrador, Grocer's lawyer called her a pillar of the community who works full time. She made a pillar. The woman was charged with wanton destruction of property. Wanton. And released without bail on her own recognizance. Did she get some med tickets? No. You couldn't make anything out of recognizance. But according to reports, that's the news. Oh, and there you go. There's Tommy Rockstar's news. Miss the news. And we're on top. We'll update you on the poop ladies soon as it's a breaking. It's I'm thinking eight times in a parking lot a month. It's a is lot. Good on me. No, I'm thinking that's not a lot at all. Really? That's about twice a week. Twice a week. I've never crapped out. How many times you go to the bathroom a day, Tom? Once. Number that's one? it? Yeah. That's good. That means you're healthy. Yeah, it feels pretty good. Listen, I'm in there like two, 80% of the day. Two treats. Wow. I'll tell you what, I get one even better. I always go at the same time every day. I got day. two even better. John, same time every day. See, that's good. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah, real quick. Real quick, uh, Chief McFiddler. Added. So. If I may add to the news. Yes. So so here's another news story, and, 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 and this is Tommy Rockstar's news. That's Tommy Rockstar's news. Good job, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah. We're getting spreadsheets. Thank you. We have spreadsheets uh, for everybody. Really? There's paperwork involved yes. here? What are we playing, a Ryan game? We got more Tommy Rockstar? It's like I'm at the DMV. Oh, man, I had a game. You want to hear the game yeah, I we had? Do that. We could do that. It was, it was, the, it was called... Uh, what would Guy rather do? <laughs> oh, shit. Now, pretend you're a uh, Guy. John, I didn't have the heart to do it. Would you rather eat one hamburger? <laughs> oh, shit. And then I wrote, wait a beat. See, that's how you write a bit. That's how you write, goddammit. Or run a merch table for an entire tour. Oh, that's a great fucking... He would do that. Here's another oh, question. Oh, a whole tour. That's what tough. would Guy rather do? Fly in a private jet to your next gig 
or electronically steal signs and be forced to deny it for the rest of your baseball <laughs> life. What would you rather do? Answer another question about a Fugazi reunion <laughs> or leap to your death headfirst into some jagged rocks? Oh, wow. John, what? Uh, one more. Uh, what would you rather do? Uh, Why didn't you ask would that? Would you rather uh, defend the charity work of Jeff Bezos or play a month-long <laughs> Billy Joel cover set residency at the Paramount Theater in Huntington, Long Island? Get your tickets now. John, these are all good questions. That's, Why didn't you ask them? Because you see how that no one laughed at that bit. That's one. It's funny. <laughs> I laughed. It's funny inside. I would ban all subway performers and dogs from the train. I need the dongu. Hit it, baby. Dangle rattle. Dangle dangle doodle. Tommy's gonna keep pulling on the wire. Pull. Pull. I'm pulling here. And let let the heavens. Fall. You pulling on this? Lip. All right, Tommy's got an involved game here. Ryan's not here, so every week uh, Ryan comes up with a game for us. We don't know what it is. And, uh, oh, this is a good one. Tommy's going to take over. It's called the Tommy Rockstar game. Tony Rockstar with the that news. Was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> You're Tony from now on, buddy. So, <laughs> Tony Rockstar. Listen, you you have a fake name already. What's the difference? Fuck it. <laughs> I have to write my first name on you? Oh my God. <laughs> it's like a form we have to fill John, out. John, I think we're a little in the red with your mic. Can uh, we just, yeah, just yeah, a little sorry, buddy. You're a little hot. Holy we're shit. We're a little hot tonight. I thought there was a scrap on the back. It's a real form. I'm, I made that all day today. For you. I just tried to write my name. You, you should have, see it. You have too much time at DMV, Tommy. <laughs> Can I just fill in my final score that I won already? No, but What's I this it? part where I put in my social security number? I was going to put that on the form, but I took it off. All right, Tommy Rockstar, what's the game this week? Wait till Pat comes back. Oh, Pat's on. Pat left. Well, I thought he got the cab. It's <laughs> getting an Uber. Man, it's my ticket out of here. It's called the Uber game. So this is a fun game uh, we played before. <laughs> I don't think we played it with Pat yet. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, though. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's good. It's good. It's a good game. Pat, you glad to be back? <laughs> no comment. Pat? <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. What's the game? Explain the game, please. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read I'm going to play you guys uh, ten songs right from my phone. We're going to play them one at a time. I like how you abandon read right there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read in the future. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the first you know a few seconds of a song, maybe ten seconds of a song. It's called Name That Tune. And what you're going to do is this game we played before is you're going to uh, try to recall the name of the song, the album that uh -huh. it came out on, the artist that performed it. Mm. The year that it came out, and if you think you know the label, right. you can write that down. Now, all these things are worth one they're point. They're worth one point, right? So you don't have to get them all, but whatever right, you, you can printed do. all this stuff out. Why not? Make it easier for Good you. Good for you. Wow. Yeah. That's You're really trying John. to stay away from your family. Yeah. Did you do this at the DMV? Uh, I know. I just said that on my Excel spreadsheets. So. <laughs> I need to make a couple of copies, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> exactly. Show's supposed to end at 1130, right? Yeah, we have 10 minutes. So let's go oh, quick. shit. Right. I thought it was way early. Ten minutes, ten minutes. I'll go right, quick. Go. Right, here we quick. go. Ready? All right. So the first ten seconds. And write down as much as you can. I might play it twice if you need to. And I think the volume's the up. Beginning. Here we go. Hold Turn on. your volume up. I think so. I think. Uh, okay. Here we go. Stop. So there's that one. Let me know when you're done so we can try to reveal. We'll go around quick. 
Oh, the years. Uh, uh, okay. Take a stab. Uh, it's okay. The label is going to kill me. Yeah, it's the you, one don't, you, don't, you don't have to get it, but try it. I know. It's, it's tough, though. But the, if another person gets the label, right. it's fine. All right. All right. We're going to start with you, John. Oh, are you I'm ready? I'm still writing. I'm still writing. Okay, Mario, keep going. We'll make this game. We'll make it. All right. Game. Mario can write while I. Well, yeah. is, are you done? Well, pencils yes, down, sir. Pencils down. will be done when you're done. Uh, I believe the song. Label, label. The okay. song is "Hand of Doom." Uh, okay, John. By uh, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath is correct. It's on Master of Reality. Okay, keep going. Uh, 1978. Keep going. Uh, Capadu. Okay, you got everything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Except right. for the artist. Perfect score. Let, Let me go. You guys got to write your points down. It's important you write a point at the end of that column there. Let me go. Really? Yeah, at the end there. All the way in the right. I can't so, think fast. Uh, Mario, go. I have Sweet Leaf. No. <laughs> Black Sabbath. Correct. Album Sabbath. Paranoid. Yes, correct. 1975. No. Damn it. Label? Chrysalis. No. Pat. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got Hand of Doom, which is wrong. <laughs> artist is Black Sabbath. Yes. Album is Paranoid. Yes. Year 1971. Oh, Label so close. Label is Polydor. No. Pete? I have Black Sabbath. Pat, you get two points. Put it in the column. Yes. As a song. Yeah. No. Artist Black Sabbath. Yes. On Sold Our Souls. No. From 74. No. On Electra. No. The answer was, uh, the album was uh, Paranoid, yes. The year was 1970. and uh, oh, that early? Yeah, that early. Warner Brothers, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Next song. Here we go. Wait, what's his name I of the song? I thought it was on Chrysalis. It was, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the name of the song, I'm so sorry, it was uh, Electric Funeral. That's what oh, I wrote. Yeah. Look at this. That's I wrote that first. And you scratched uh, it out. I scratched it. I wrote Hands of Doom because oh, I forgot. I'm thinking shit. Electric Funeral get, picks it up in the middle. Are you yeah. sure it's not on Soul Dark Soul? It's Hands of Doom. Yeah, you were uh, in Wikipedia. that band, John. You should You're know. wrong. I thought John would get it for sure. All right, here's the next song, guys. we got to keep moving. And go. It is Electric Funeral. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Uh, the One I Love? Yes, correct. By R.E.M.? Correct. Album Document? Correct. A year 1987? Correct. Uh, label IRS? Correct. Holy All five shit. Lines. That is a fucking Boom. clean sweep Enjoy across the, the like board. It, like nice it. job, Pat. Around. Is that five points? Yes. That makes Pat for a total of seven. I also got uh, The One I Love. Correct. I also got R.E.M. Correct. I got Document. Correct. I wrote 1986. I'm uh, wrong. And I got IRS. Oh, very good, I John. almost you made it the whole way. Almost best around there. All good. Right. Pete, what do you got? I had the song title. Yes. I had R.E.M. Yes. I had it on Fables of the Reconstruction. Oh, that's okay. Show. Good good guess, though. 86. Ooh, one year old. Fable. Sony. All right. Fair enough. Mario. I have The One I Love Sony. and R.E.M. Okay. It's a two oh, points for you. Yeah, Let's right. keep moving, guys. I like good. how this is flowing. So here we go. Um, Damn it, 19. I'm just off by. Very close. Oh, All right. This one, now this one seems obvious, but it can be tricky. Here we go. What? Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, come on, guys. Now, you know what I did this time is I made them a little more simpler because I got yes. yelled at last you time. You did better, Tommy. I'm trying. I'm going to play it one more time, so. And then Hold on. 
Ten sues. Ten. I think Pat's going to run the board on this one again. Might as well let him go first. All right. Uh, or who wants to marry you and try? 1986 Electra. No. <laughs> Very much no. No points. Okay. I wrote uh, uh, Down the Street. Oh. Well, okay. I, come on. You're, Jeopardy me. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. It's in the street. Yeah. What do you I'll, say, I'll, guys? I'll give, no it point for John. I'll give it to him. Nope. I'll fight him. What do you say, everyone besides Mario? I'm out. When I tested this on All Leah, right. she said you down the street as well. You can have it. Right. I'll give it to you. Go ahead. Uh, big star. Correct. Radio City? No. 1982? Way no. <laughs> <Reprise> <laughs> oh, I want to point this out before anyone says anything. <laughs> if you guess the label, it's five point, extra points. Five oh, extra I points. know what Alma's dick. <gasps> okay. So, uh, Pete, what do you got? I got one point. <laughs> I had Tom Petty. I don't fucking know. No. Oh, I had two if I down the street. Yeah. Pat, what do you got? In the street, correct. By Big Star, correct. On number one record, correct. On 1972, correct. Uh, Jesus. If you I get the label, on, I blew it on the label. It, no one knows it. It's it's, it's a sub. It's a sub of Motown. Of stacks. Of oh, stacks, stacks rather, yeah, yeah. rather. Yeah. I put yeah. Echo, which. Oh, is wrong. you're so close. Good yeah. guess. Man. It's Ardent mm. Records. Ardent. Yeah. That's Ardent. Yeah. 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 The Ardent. What is Ardent close to Echo? Pat's got five points, man. Memphis, baby. Four. Very, very good. Did you get the year wrong? Pat, you're very. Got the label wrong. All right, this is... Uh, yeah, this but that should be one, two, three, four, five. He should have four. Oh. He, have, he got four. He got, got four. it. Okay, I here understand. we go. Five minus one. We're going to keep moving, guys. And listen, if we're going to end the podcast, let's, we'll go uh, later. You know, we'll go later with Conan. How here did we not get number one? Here we go. Idiot. Oh. This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Answer this text from Mary Thomas right now. Harry, what up? Ah, uh, label. Come on. Here's a here's a hint. It's a classic label. Oh, that's another thing. If you guys want hints, just ask. No, I figured it was a popular label, at least one that we know. I'll play that one more time. Right, we gotta hurry. Right, you guys good? One more time. There's no one more time. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. There's no time for one more time. I'm ready. So here we go. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go. If you want blood. Yes. Yeah. By ACDC. Correct. Yeah. Off of Highway to Hell. Correct. 1979. Correct. On Atlanta. Correct. Oh my oh. God. Run the board. Yes. Holy shit. Oh, what are you on? Jeopardy? Keep me down. What are you on? Dope? Go back to the bar where you belong. <laughs> I got if you want blood. You got? I got ACDC. Yes. I wrote that it's on. If you want blood, which is actually kind of correct. You're I not have. wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong, but I'll tell you. And I wrote 1981, which is wrong. I wrote Capadu. No. no. <laughs> 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 right, Capital. Capadu. Hey, Pat, give me if I want if you want blood, because it's... Uh, yeah, it's like them. Yeah, yeah, it's live, though, right? Yeah, right, take, so, it, take, uh, it, take it. Take it. Take the point. I'm taking that. Right, I got, it's the studio version. What do you got? I got ACDC if you want blood. Very good. Two yeah. points for you. Cool. No label, nothing. No year, no. Electra. But I right. thought it was Pamela by Van Halen. Pamela! Pamela! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I did get the year right by oh. some freak Pamela. action. Pamela! Oh, yeah! Pamela! One point. Holy oh, shit, Mario. Pamela. Holy shit. Holy shit. You can't man. even get the lyric like of the name of the song right. It sounds like Pamela. Pamela! He still thinks it's Pamela. Pamela! All right. <laughs> I want to just point out that. Uh, <laughs> Pat, not Pamela, what's the Pat is excluded from this next round. Here we go. <laughs> what? Right? What? I'm kidding. Oh, man. What is this, the packing? <laughs> I didn't think he'd show up, honestly. I honestly didn't think he'd show up. Right. One more guys. Here we go. One more time. 
Can I go first? Because I want to yes. say Yes, let's change it up. Pat's got them all. He's... I wrote a... Well, depends what that... I wrote I Will Dare. Correct. Uh, by the replacements. Correct. Um, on... Don't tell us... Oh, come on, John. That's all she did. Nope, neither. Neither of those. Wow. And I wrote uh, 1981. Nope. Sire Records. Nope. Come on! <laughs> when did they move to Sire? Years Bullshit. later. All right, Pete, what do you got? Oh, I know. I'm so... I'm, oh, Come on. Me. You know the answer to this, yeah, Joe. I, I knew there was going to be one I'm writing fast. in here, so it was the replacements. Correct. That's all I got. Okay, one point. Put it in the column. All right. Pat. Uh, I will dare by the Correct. replacements off of Let It Be, Correct. 1984. Correct. The nerve. Yes, all five points once again. <laughs> all right. Mario. I have Atlantic 1985. Oh, you're one year off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're almost guessing. All right, here's the next question. Pat, name a song. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, this one will throw you off here. <laughs> Henry VIII. What if I gave you one? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Here we oh, go. Married to a girl next door. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hurry up. Let's go. Here we go. Show's over. Good luck, guys. Golden. Last one. Quick. Last one. It's 11.29. All right. Uh, I can't hear that, but I know what it is. It's a smithereen. I got nothing to sh- We got to end the show, man. Pat wins. Pat, you're the best around. You won the game. Thank you, Guy Pichotto. Let's drink. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you uh, when we see you, I guess. And, uh, I love you, uh, gentlemen. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Pete. Thanks, you. Thanks guys. Thanks, Mary, everybody. What up, Mary? Good job, Tommy. You did a. I tried. You worked yeah, all, all night and we all day. Really and quick uh, plugs. Well, if, leather brought us. Go ahead. If you like uh, what you hear, go to patreon.com slash barrage nah, and help know. us out. And if you want to listen to the rest, go to iTunes and Spotify and listen there. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you. Maybe next week. Maybe. Let's do it, Was it the seeker? Is it Kojak?